We're we're listening to WWVU FM in Morgantown. Morgantown. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You don't have to be in your car to listen to U92. You can listen online anytime by going to www.u92themoose.com and clicking Listen Now. The Moose is also on TuneIn, Radio FX, and the Alexa app. Tune in anywhere, anytime. U92. Now time to beat the clock on U92 the Moose. Talking sports for the next two hours. Here's the team. Welcome in. It's beat the clock. Good Lord, was it hard to do that today, fellas? And Anissa. Well, some people follow how much water to put in their mac and cheese. Others don't. Six all right? cups? I feel like that's a lot for one measly box. What are you gonna, dude, I don't know. Call Kraft and tell them. I'm not the one who made the box. <laughs> I, can't say the, I can't say the full saying on air. Good lord. I mean, I'm positive. That kind of sounded a little negative. It's America. American dream, baby. I don't smile. But But I feel like you should be able to dream as many things as you want, you know? I'm very sore this morning. (laughs) I'm very, very sore. Oh, with that welcome in on this foggy morning here in Morgantown, West Virginia. Everybody but the Big Macs here today. The usuals for this fall semester on Beat the Clock right here on U92. The Moose, Tanner Lambert's here, Tanner Mounts is here, Sir Jonathan Hamilton, and the NPC, Luke Blaine. You're the only one who wants that nickname. Exactly. It's the Blaine train. It is the Blaine train. train. I'm not riding with it. It's not happening. Everybody riding with the Blaine train. It's not happening either. What is he, not happening? The NPC's not happening. <laughs> uh, I think it is. I, I don't think, think so. We're not all aboard just yet, it, but we're going to get there. It, it, it's going to take over, guys. It's going to. Yeah. Um, so we were waiting on Wednesday night. I had everybody talk about it. Uh, we all know what tomorrow is, right? There's a game in Morgantown. Tomorrow's Saturday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Biggest Saturday since 
LSU was here. Yeah. Probably. I guess. <laughs> First true night game at Milan Pushkar Stadium since 2016 when Baylor was here. Uh, yes. 2018 OU. That was a, a primetime night game as well. On a Saturday. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. oh okay. We're just talking Saturday. It has Saturdays. to be on a Saturday. Oh, was that? That was a Thursday yeah. game? I didn't know it was a Thursday game. Yeah. Cause, uh, Last year's Baylor game was a Thursday, too. Right. Yeah, because Coach Brown came in and said that Montoro had that form on Monday's press conference availability deal. So I thought that that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. I think it's right. Either way, still first time in at least five years, but it's more like seven. That's crazy. 2016, seven years ago. Uh, that does not feel like seven years ago. Not Doesn't that at make all. you feel a little old? Uh, yes, it does. I think we would have like not even been freshmen in high school yet, right? I would have been. You would have been? Are you sure? Well, let's see, 2016, so I was 14 yeah, no, most right. of the year. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That was my eighth grade year. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, the uniforms have come out. I think they're awesome for what West Virginia is wearing. I said I wanted to see the stripes. I didn't think they'd actually do it. They did it. And I think the other thing they did that made a lot of fans happy is that that stripe is glossy. Mm. Right? We've seen a lot of fans call for the glossy helmets to come back. I didn't know how much I wanted that, how much I was in favor of that. <coughs> says it's a, that day of the week was a Friday game, actually. Oh, okay, Friday against OU. All right, that's certainly something. Um, but the, the country roads uniforms... I did not expect them to go with the gold shooter sleeves. That is a added win. Uh, the stripe looks incredible on the helmet. The gold state outline on the helmet. The pants look good. I think it's a win. I think it's a hit. I think they, uh, they got it. I think they, I think compared to last year, I mean, last year's are still better because they were brand new across the board. But these are going to look. They're going to look good tomorrow night. Big win for the promotions department, too. Yeah, oh they gosh. did a great job. That video is phenomenal. The, the stripe is the, the helmet stripe. And I love the uh, the visor, too. Yeah, with, but like, they the won't rooms. wear that. Well, I, I still think it's cool. They, well, some of them will probably some warm ups. Yeah. yeah. It looks good. It looks it, good. It's great. So they will be dressed to impress tomorrow night. Uh, I assume Pitt's just an all white with the. No, they are, which is. Pitt released this, which is why. Everybody knew. Like a couple hours that we knew that we were going blue and blue because they are gold white gold so there's going to be a lot of gold on the field because they are gold helmets gold pants i think that's their normal road uniforms. they're just more the yeah. normal roads yeah but it's a lot of it's going to be a lot of gold on the field okay but it's the inverse so when wvu is wearing blue on their helmets and pants yeah that doesn't gold. Look any different than their normal away yeah no it's just normal except okay a lot of gold. <laughs> yeah, that, that will be a lot of gold on the field. Both teams wearing gold pants. That's going to be maybe a little bit. Uh, WVU's wearing blue pants. Yeah, or, oh, yeah. with the gold, the gold jersey, jersey on the correct. gold pant. With gold helmet. Yeah, that's going to be a little confusing at times maybe. Uh, I'm excited about though. though. Uh, this morning, did that set the tone for you guys? Out here, 45 degrees. You couldn't see a quarter mile away. Woke me up a little bit, i got to be honest. Did it? I thought it felt great. I wish it was a little uh, bit warmer than that, but. We were talking about it. I, I don't mind this weather. It's, it just it's comes out of nowhere. Weather. It's this weather that is on a day that's going to be a high of like 80 degrees. Because yeah. then it's like, what do you wear? Like, you start your day in the morning when it's 45 degrees out, close to 50 degrees. So you have to wear like a sweatshirt and you're kind of bundled up a little bit. And then. Sweatshirt and hoodie, uh, or hoodie and shorts combo is undefeated, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, but it's so still, mix little, both it's still a little like because then you're a little cold in the morning. But then exactly, Luke Blaine's got the combination. I, I, right I got now. the combo. Sweatshirt and shorts. Sweatshirt yeah, and shorts. Yeah, it's it's the it. fall combo. Well, it's no, it's just a pullover. I didn't even go as heavy as a sweatshirt. Yeah, I guess. I I think that the other problem I have with it is that Mount's is right. The amount of weather change in the day, but then like yesterday was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's gonna, you know, get those allergies kicked up, and then you're everybody's gonna have a cold tomorrow. Trying to talk on the radio. That's when he word. says everyone, he means him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. A little clarification there. That's right. Uh, full day of coverage tomorrow, right here on U ninety two, starting at two o'clock. We've got an interesting two o'clock hour for you. Yeah. Right? No. I. Um. Yeah. We should have some. Some really good conversation tomorrow. Yeah. It'll start with some West Virginia natives, right? Mm-hmm. I have that right. Uh, here on U92 at 2 o'clock. Football Saturday, I coined it. Uh, I think that that's going to be perfect. Uh, and then, so from 2 on through the end of the game, it's going to be backyard brawl coverage here on U92 The Moose. We hope that you are tuned into it. Uh, and we will have the game for you. Mounts and myself will be there. So it'll be the Tanners over at Milan Pushkar Stadium. Environment should be there, I would assume. Oh, <laughs> Without oh, I don't. I don't think we're ever going to see another game like this. Probably, yeah. As yeah. WVU students, at least. Oh yeah, no, there yeah. won't. As be a, students, there won't be a game like this next no. year either, unless this West Virginia team were to manage to somehow pull off a bunch of wins and you're competing for a Big Twelve. I was going to say, yeah, Penn State's like here next year. Yeah, like if if this West Virginia yeah. team can be successful and reach eight or nine wins this season and then carry that over to next year because you know garrett green will be coming back some of the wide receivers will be coming back running backs will be coming back yeah penn state would probably be um but it doesn't it doesn't have the same feeling as the rivalry not at all like just the emotion of having it back for the first time in a decade is going to be huge as well uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. Traffic's already picked up. Last night it was tough to get around, uh, and I think it's only going to become more difficult as we yeah, get through the week even more. Weekend plans that are not involved with the football game, I suggest you go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it's, it's going to be fun. No, it is. Uh, last night Miami takes care of Bethune Cookman. Everybody had that. Uh, Memphis just edges out Navy tonight. Yeah, it was. A Navy game. threw for a touchdown in that one. Yeah, and, and it, it was a long one. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I did not did not watch. Well, any it's of because that. Like, I watched maybe most five of their, most of their completed passes are long ones because it's like a trick play on being like, yeah, yeah. That's the one time we throw it during the game, nobody's expecting it. You're gonna try to take a <laughs> shot downfield. Yeah, what's the they, what's the throw line? What's the the stat line for the Navy quarterback? You, you is, want is you is want still the R line? Is it still? Uh, no, it was Lavatai. Okay, uh, no, he threw it a lot. Yeah, he did. He had 133 passing yards. Whoa. With a touchdown. Whoa. 10 for 19. 19 passes. That's, that's, like that's like a historic day for Navy. That's that, Sounds yeah. more like the Air Force. <sighs> yeah, five seconds of dead. Sun. I was going to say, that, 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 that air was uncanny, dude. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, 10 for 19, 133 average, just seven per completion there. Wow. Uh Air it out. Uh, Still ran for 300 yards. Yeah. Too. How do you say that? Texa? Tecaza? Something like that. How did they lose this 15 game? for 163 with a touchdown. He had a long of 75. Fofana, <laughs> 9 for 53. Yeah, they had a ton on the ground still, too. Uh, did they miss field goals or something? Cause the Memphis quarterback, Seth Hennigan, 23 of 35 for a touchdown and a pick. 
Yeah, I don't. Oh, they, they fumbled they had at two a bunch. Fumbles. Yeah, three fumbles. They lost two fumbles. They lost two or three. Uh, kicking. Okay. Three for three on the extra points. One for one on the field goal. I, wow. Yeah. So you lose the turnover. I guess that's all it takes is this. But they, yards-wise, yeah. they ran all over him. So they threw for 133. Yeah, interesting stuff. Sometimes uh, stats don't tell the whole story. No. I was watching Thursday Night Football, which we will talk about in the second hour. We're going to stay with the college game throughout the first hour here on Beat the Clock. Uh, this week, outside of the 304, there's not many big games across the country. Not one single top 25 matchup. USC is off. Um, yeah. So you're going to see some guys make a lot of plays, I think, across the country this week. It's a lot of teams' final tune-up game because next week, boy, are there some big games. Uh, yeah, but one thing I will say about this week, kind of looking at it, um, and we, we, we touch upon it a little bit in TCT, is um, a lot of the good teams this week that are playing your non-ranked opponents are on the road in some pretty big environments. So you could look for that uh, as something, okay, upsets possible. Like LSU's got a... Uh, go to Mississippi State. You know, it's going to be loud there with the cowbells and all of that. Um, Tennessee has to go to the Swamp in Florida for a primetime ESPN game. That'll be a wild atmosphere. Washington is going to Sparty, which isn't too electric right now. But No, but those guys, they're all going to rally together. Yeah. Um, uh, like, yeah. there's there's some good road environments for the, the, the big teams to travel to. Uh, and, that, I mean, that can make some things interesting. What about the academic bull, Northwestern Duke? Yeah, that's going to be something, won't it? You guys see, by the way, the Dartmouth basketball team? No. I'm trying to unionize. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So maybe a little bit of the Dartmouth rule coming in, uh, potentially. Yeah, that could be that, – that that actually could be huge uh, because I think for the Ivy League schools, they don't do athletic scholarships. You've no. got to have the academics uh, to get in. And yep. then they give you the – like not, not the exact same as what it would take to get a full ride straight up academically, but something along those lines. Uh, to go play in the Ivy Leagues. Uh, Hamilton, I know you're from that area of the country. My favorite radio show, they talked about it, uh, and I wanted to ask you guys, you know, Ivy League rooting interest, where are we at there? I'm sure you got a squad, Hamilton. Uh, Yeah, my aunt works for Yale. Uh, Um, Why didn't you go there? uh, (laughs) No, not happening. The grades were just not there. (laughs) 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 No, but... um, um, my dad, my grandfather went to Dartmouth. Okay. Um, my dad's a Dartmouth fan if he had to pick an Ivy League team, but my aunt went, worked at Yale and it's like 35 minutes down the road from okay. me and we'd go to the Yale Bowl occasionally. You go, go to, to New Haven games. quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. You got one, man? I mean, Penn's in Philly. My brother this summer actually worked for Penn okay. and like their RAs and stuff. All right. Um, there's a big, it's called Penn Relays, uh, for track during the spring where, Basically, um, like you'll have your Olympic athletes teams, like Jamaica's four by one team will be there and things like that. And it's a very big that they run at the University of Penn's track in Philly. They'll run everybody, but then high school teams get that opportunity as well. But you'll see the top competition from around the country, and yeah, um, all relay teams are for high schools get invited. But then for your individual events, you have to like be top top to qualify so i never qualified for any like throwing things like that i was close but i never did but um seeing all my friends go to like so rolling, the run. yeah what do you yeah. got blaine like my favorite ivy league yeah school? yeah 
Did you have to look them up? I, no, I just want to make sure I oh, had. Okay. I, I'm having a thing. I, I I didn't know who he would come up with, so I wanted to make uh, sure. Bulldog, dude, bulldog, I, bow, I wow, know. wow, baby. You don't know. Right. I, I I don't know. Go I don't know. Ivy League school. Yale all day. Let's go. Go Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Bulldog. Ivy League. Bulldog. Ah, wow, wow. Eli, yeah. Let's go. All right. So somebody write that down. Eight eighteen in the morning. We're gonna go back and clip that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the other question I had for you guys coming into today, I asked it a couple days ago because it's one where you had to think about it. Uh, three current NFL players oh, yeah, to sit good. down and watch a college football Saturday with. Can't pick a guy off your favorite team. It's a question that's been around a little bit this week. I think it's really interesting. You go a ton of different ways with it. And I say current, not all time, so they've got to be in the league right now. Not from your favorite team. Uh, anybody have that off the top of their head ready to go? Or you want me I've got, I, I got mine. I got, all right, you go, Luke. Give me both Kelsey brothers. Okay. Travis and Jason. Okay. And Jameis Winston. Okay. Oh, Jameis Winston has got to be the funniest current player in the NFL. All right. Just that's not that's not a bad thing. You know, you know what we used to do after football wins? Hold up the W man. and take a bite of it. Oh, we'd eat that dub, baby. <laughs> yeah. We'd eat that dub. Yeah. See that? That's a dub. Yeah. What do we do? We're totally doing Jesus. that during intramural season. All right. What What do you got, Hamilton? First, man. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. go Aaron Rodgers for one of them. Okay. I think that Gosh, is, does, does, does he count at this sure. point? Okay, Aaron Rodgers, that's one of them. Two more. Boy, this is tough. Um, I did not give this question a ton of thought. Um, come back to me. Okay, come back to him. Well, two of mine have already been taken, so I guess I should have went first. I was also going to go Travis Kelsey oh, just because yeah. I think he'd be – hysterical to be around okay. um the other one was aaron Rodgers because i think he'd bring an interesting take to things i uh-huh. think it, to see him unfiltered <laughs> like you already see him kind of unfiltered to the media but let around then in like a, yeah. a room setting watching yeah. the game would be interesting um and then my other one who i think is unintentionally really funny and just because the connection i'd like i have a lot of questions for him is nick bosa all right. And obviously, like Ohio State, but I think like that video of him going like, "I'm just trying to sack the quarterback, man." <laughs> it's not as hard as, it, or it's not as easy as it looks. Like, <laughs> like I think he's just so unintentionally funny. That, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, just two more. I'll go Kirk Cousins. Oh, see, I should have started talking. <laughs> you, like that? you took mine. That was mine because nobody would ever. I, I think I think Kirk Cousins okay. just him being mic'd up is always funny. Yeah. Um, you, you know, classic. You like that and all that. I'll go George Pickens. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, young boy, huh? I think we'll go George I Pickens. I wish would have kept that mustache. Yeah. That was something. That was legendary, man. My my original three, before I took away the Steelers. I did indeed like that. I had I had Kirko Chains. I had Najee Harris, because Najee Harris is a really funny guy, too. Mm. He's always smiling. I know. Well, that's what I said. Everybody else is, you know. Uh, and then I had either Stroud or Bryce Young because I want a guy that was recent playing in big games to talk about uh, mm. because I would assume we're going to do this next weekend because we all have to work tomorrow. Uh, but outside of that, then I, I think I think T Law would be fun to hang around with yeah. just a little bit. I, I think T Law is a, a, He's a social, good He's yeah, like the very social guy. guy. Mm. Um, I think Stafford is really unintentionally funny too, right? And then you know you're going to end up on his yeah. wife's podcast. <laughs> being a topic of some kind of conversation there uh and then i don't i don't know some defensive corner somewhere there's so many to pick from like do you think sauce gardner sauce gardner is probably a good dude to maybe hang around he with. seems like a fun he seems guy. like a fun guy you know threw on the cheese head last year in green bay and all that <laughs> stuff 
Uh, I, I think that could be interesting for you. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot um, about that. Game. If we could go favorite teams, though, I was just making sure I had his first name right because I was going Dominique for whatever reason. But I knew that was a basketball player. Um, is Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins? Yeah. Oh yeah. He is so funny. Is that the dude who was mic'd up? And it's yeah, like he was like, "Hey, you don't say that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that clip always circulates, and I, think, I watch it every time. I think Quinn and Williams. No, I'm not would scared be a, of you. <laughs> and Quinn and Williams would be like a bonus pick for me. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's, when that's he like bless himself after sneezing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, a great. Uh, the other one that I was thinking of, but he's now a Dolphin as well, is David Long Jr. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with him just because you know the West Virginia ties. And I, I thought about I've thought about that one. He would yeah. That would definitely be one. I was just doing mine based on like biggest personalities in the NFL yeah, and like who would be like who would be like a great time to hang out with. But no, given the chance, I would hang out with David Long Jr. in a heartbeat. All right, there you go. What uh, about former players? See, now we're going to take twenty minutes on this. I was trying to move on. Oh, we can well, do that if, we have, week. if we have something else to talk a, about. A B. <laughs> Antonio Brown. All oh, day. Thinks he's coming back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> they need a receiver, right? Yeah. I don't think. How so, do you feel about that? No, <laughs> no is the answer. I would have to say no. Yeah, I think Former playing players. the parade in North Shore, huh? Yeah, all time. Will Compton. Oh, oh. Will Compton. I can't. No. <laughs> no, future Hall of Famer. No. Taylor the one. Paul Bissonette. I don't know who that is. Biz. Yeah. You know that. You know the stat that's been flying around in a lot of Blue Jacket circles this week is Biz going at Babcock pretty hard. Mm-hmm. What was going on? What's that? Uh, Henrik Lundqvist has more all-time points than Paul Bissonnette. <laughs> Lundqvist has 28. Didn't Bissonnette Bedard, has 27. Didn't Bedard roast Bissonnette on, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a whole thing. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, you got some big 12 games on the schedule this week. None that are... Too interesting, again, outside of here. BYU-Arkansas has some juice to it. TCU-Houston, that's your first Big 12 conference game at the schedule, I think, for anybody. Uh, K-State's got Missouri. Iowa State's at – they're in Athens. They're playing OU, oh, yeah, in Ohio. In Athens. That's that's crazy. LBVU will be going there, I think, next year or two years I from now. I think that's right. The yeah. spread for Iowa State is only three points, too. Ohio's a good MAC school. Yeah. They're a very good mid-major program. Can't wait for yeah, I know he, that's more of a basketball term. Can't wait for you know Tuesday what, action. Can't wait. I mean, it's a great time. It's great. You know what's great about Ohio University, too, is their marching band. Yeah. Go to an OU game in it, Athens. Their band is just incredible. Okay. Thank you. I, Anytime. I know. You know? You know. Do you, you know? I'm from. Yeah, my mom was a cheerleader there. It's a. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I, you know, there are things. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. I say. Oh, you. Oh, no. But mm. no. No. I'm not, <laughs> no. I don't. Good I, I one. Don't, no. <laughs> Athens is like. <laughs> Athens is brutal. Uh, Oklahoma is playing Tulsa, Villanova. At and Tulsa. University of Central Florida down in Orlando. South Alabama is at OSU. Uh, Tarleton State at Texas Tech. Holy game. The Red Hawks are That's, uh, at somebody's Cincinnati. super dog from on, on TCT, not to spoil anything. But. They're tor- Tarleton State? No, South Alabama. That's oh. a big one, Tarleton State. I was like, what? No. I think that's actually, is that Joey's? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You have to tune in to find out. Yeah, tune in to TCT. Uh, yeah, you got the big one down there. I think they play this at Paul Brown still. Cincinnati and Miami. Uh, the back here brawl, obviously, BYU at Arkansas. Wyoming at Texas. That's one maybe to have your 
eye on just a little bit is Wyoming's already beat one Big 12 school this year. Oh, yeah, they're going to go into Austin and definitely yeah. knock off so? the, the Longhorns for sure. I uh, would keep an eye on it if it wasn't on Longhorn Network. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas at Nevada. Well, about that, when was the last time that Kansas on the road was a 28-point favorite? In basketball, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Or that one two thousand seven yeah. year twenty eight point favorites yeah. for Kansas. That's on the greatest the year of college football ever. I think two thousand seven. Yeah, it was. I don't think it's close. No, uh, Bama's in Tampa, and Raymond James playing South Florida. That's the first non five, uh, non power five opponent they've played at on the road since two thousand three. Fun fact, Alabama. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I don't understand how that game got scheduled i'm not i'm surprised I, I i am a two because not I mean, good for south florida pulling that one off yeah we want bama they said and they got bama that's what they say uh don't know how bad you really want to see that game though um all right let's pick some of these games here as we scroll through it do you guys have one that you want to pick you let me know I mean, there's the no, not particularly. Again, there's, there's all the weekly pick 'em ones. Unless you just want to save that for TCT. I think you save that for your show, pal. Okay. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I was perfect last week. Yeah, I know. I know you talked about That's it on Monday. I wanted to make you I pick different to, games. I needed to come in because I'm gonna get all those right. We, anyway, we so are gonna pick LSU at Mississippi State. Uh, the Bulldogs have looked good uh, down there uh, for Mississippi State. Uh, LSU has not looked that great. At times, definitely not in the second half against Florida State. No, um, I think that's like a seven-point line or something. Only yeah, f- it's a, it's a tight game down there. Not Nine and a half. Not to spoil Nine anything, half. but I the, think Tennessee's only like only a thirty-dollar ticket to that game. That's a little low. I feel like. Yeah, the lowest of the week was last night in Coral Gables. <laughs> Two dollars to go to Miami. I thought it was. I think it's free for some. I thought they were doing free tickets. Were they really I just trying so. to get I people in the door? Yes. Yes. That's a brutal Thursday night. That's brutal. Game. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. being in Miami Thursday night, that's <laughs> terrible, man. Terrible. Yeah, but that stadium's not really in Miami. <laughs> that's <laughs> the in, problem. It's in Miami Gardens, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it's not anywhere near Coral Gables where campus is either. Uh, so it'll be the... filled over for Tua this week. There you go. I'll tell you that. Uh, all right, who you got, the Tigers or the Bulldogs down there in Starkville? I like the Tigers. I mean, I just right. think Andy's they'll bounce back. the Tigers. Is somebody writing this down? You there? are. You've always been the write it down guy. Well, I have a big, big Jaden Daniels fan. Really? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a good. I think he's a good quarterback. Okay. Fair enough. Go ahead. So Wait for mounts to. Uh, I think gonna, that could be. A close I'm going to take you uh, LSU as well. Okay. <clears throat> I think they looked better last week than yeah, they we did take, the week we before. We take winner. We're not picking on a spread or anything. So you got to pick the winner, even if it's by a point, it'll count. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Go ahead, Tanner. I'll save my rant. I like the Bulldogs at home. Um, He's trying to be different. I, everyone, if you remember the first week that I said this in the uh, LSU Florida State game, Brian Kelly's a loser, never wins big games, <laughs> will stay a loser, forever be a loser. Uh, however, wow. luckily for him, this isn't a big game, so he'll win it. Okay. And I'll take LSU. <laughs> All right. There you go. Jeez. Uh, let's take K State, Missouri, too. I, I, I don't, the line is close on this one. Missouri's been... Wait, Blaine, you did Mississippi State, sorry. No, he took it. Everybody took LSU. I took LSU. Oh, okay. Louisiana We'll make State. sure to send these over to the Big Mac as well. Uh, down there with his family. Uh, K-State is in Columbia, Missouri at Memorial Stadium. How many Memorial Stadiums are there across the country? Way too many. Farrowfield. Uh, give me the Wildcats on the road. 
Who you take? Give me the Tigers. He wants Mizzou. Give me Mizzou. I'll take K State. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a game. If you're the SDC, you have to have. If you're really just built different and it means more, taking a decent um, Big Twelve opponent at home. But I don't think it means more. Give me K State. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Georgia is hosting South Carolina. Great. South Carolina. Georgia by like four touchdowns. By four? Wow. All right. Yeah, I'm taking the Bulldogs as well. Bulldogs. I don't know. Oh, come Spencer. on. Come on. Stop it. I think Stop that it. South Carolina runs away with this one. No, I'm taking Georgia. <laughs> I thought South Carolina was going to be a lot better than what they have been. Uh, they've not been great whatsoever. Uh, so, I, yeah. I will say kind of it is uh, a little encouraging just how big Georgia won that game last year for South Carolina because I don't think you know, that plays a little bit of like a mindset. And if you're a Georgia player coming in and being like, oh, no, we absolutely murdered this team last time. like, And you have a little chip on your shoulder for South Carolina. But, no, I, I, Georgia's still just too much. <laughs> All right, up in East Lansing at Spartan Stadium, you got the number eight Washington Huskies going in to play the Michigan State Spartans. I think Wazoo's going to – that's not Wazoo. Sorry, Wazoo's just one ring below. Uh, I think Washington is going to be the team that ends up winning the Pac-12. So give me Michael Penix Jr. and the Huskies. Well, perhaps a trap game for the Huskies, but I don't think they're going to fall for it. I think they get the job done in East Lansing. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington too. Yeah, I think this one gets ugly and gets ugly fast. And Michael Penix Jr. Um, has a phenomenal day to add to his Heisman campaign. He'll yeah, have too bad that day. one's on Peacock and the I, country's not Peacock for what, like a 5 o'clock kickoff, 6 o'clock kickoff? It's a bizarre time It's a 5 o'clock Yeah, 5 o'clock it's kickoff. Very, it's a very weird time to start. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that when I saw that. That's Yeah, that's certainly interesting. I don't even have Peacock anymore. He used to come through with X-Men. Not that anybody cares out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, does, it does come with that. In case yeah. anybody was worrying, I no longer have Peacock. <laughs> breaking. Tanner Mounts yeah. does not have I'm writing Peacock. a story on it right now. Yeah. Breaking the DA. Yeah. Breaking news. 7 p.m. on the Espen at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium <laughs> in Gainesville. The swamp. The volunteers are going down to play Florida, and it's not going to be close, in my opinion. Yeah. Florida is terrible. Florida's not good. They're, at, they're not good at football. Do, does uh, Napier get the can after this week? Uh, they get blown out at home. Tennessee's, Tennessee. Tennessee's solid, though. I don't know. I think it'd be against a team that maybe you should beat. But I, I don't know. I could be wrong. There's not a team he should beat on the schedule now. So I don't know what to tell you. This is the first SEC game of the year, I think. I believe. Let's see. Let me see who they have left. They got killed on Let's the road see. at Utah. They've got Charlotte next week. Then they're at Kentucky, home against Vandy, at South Carolina, home against Georgia, home against Arkansas, at LSU, Oof. at Missouri, then Florida State. Oof. Yeah, this is not a bowl team. <laughs> no, no, it is not a bowl team. This is not a bowl team. Uh-oh. I mean, that's there's like let's see. Okay, so they're gonna lose to Tennessee. That's my pick, Tennessee. If anyone had any doubt, um, they're gonna beat Charlotte, Kentucky. They're losing to Kentucky. Lose, they'll beat Vanderbilt. Lose to South Carolina. Lose to Georgia. Lose to Arkansas. Lose to LSU. Flip a coin on Missouri and lose to Florida State. So, so four wins. I'd say four wins. Yeah. Four and ten or four and what is it? Eight. Four and eight. Yeah, not so fast, old friend. Is that, is that you're going you're going the Gators? 
Well, I think that they won't back down there in the swamp. Oh. See what I did there? Uh-huh. See what I did? That's mm-hmm. this, yeah, they yeah. sing that song. Uh, but it's the thanks for the ex- up, thanks for explaining. We're going to volunteers. Yeah. I think it is closer. Like it, the line's only what seven, which I think is. Oh, I think Tennessee's going to cover that. I six points. Graham Mertz. What does Vegas know, man? They, this is one of those lines where it's like, what does Vegas know? What What do they know? Drew Milton's going to throw two picks. Drew Milton or what? What is it? Joe Milton? Joe Sorry, Milton. Joe Milton. He has not. He's showcased that he has an eighty-yard arm. Yeah, but he has not looked very good, like accuracy-wise or no anything under fifteen yards. It seems like he can't throw. And, it. And the, the deep ball too. I think um, there's an interesting stat that one of the guys gives on TCT about him and how inaccurate he is on the deep ball. Like, yes, he can throw it a Out mile. Of the yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not accurate. So. Okay. Definitely some work there. I think this one is, I bet you that line is pretty close, but give me the volunteers as well. All right, so that's five games we've picked, so we got two more. All right. I'll go volunteers, by the way. Yeah, yeah skipped that, over playing games. Yeah. That. I'm sorry. Uh, Brian did want me to have us pick the Cal game. Jumped in front of the brilliant. Oh, love the Golden Bears. Golden Bears at home. Golden Bears. They got Idaho at home. <laughs> it's on the Pac-12 what network. Game. What a game. Uh yeah. It's just the uh, 4 o'clock kick. Oh, this is this is game of the week right here. Oh, four, <laughs> 4 o'clock in Cal. Well, that's an, no, 4 o'clock here. Cal. So that's a 1 o'clock kick back there. Still does not. Or is that that's noon? what I meant. Like is a, that a noon kick? No, they're three hours. It's three. That's what I thought. Give me yeah. Idaho. So like even 14. still, like, I thought that'd be a, you know, the Pac-12 after dark kind of game. No, not Pac-12 after dark. Hey, we are over here having a conversation. I'm sorry. Well, you all were having a we're conversation. We're on the radio. We're having a... You don't get to have a, side conversations. It's like a Bill Burr thing. It's a morning show. Stop we're just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in these doors, you leave your fun outside. The door, okay? <laughs> Give me my theme music. <laughs> Give me Cal. Uh, I don't even know what the line is in this game. I, I mean, Idaho's 2-0. Yeah, the right FBI, there. though, not in favor of Idaho. What's no. your yeah, no. Idaho by at least two touchdowns. 4%. <laughs> you want Idaho? Really? No. Okay. What's the what's the line? Is there, is there even one? I don't, think there, I don't think there is a line. I don't think there is I don't think you can sports bet in California. Idaho's Idaho's players don't even have headshots. No, they do on not. The, on the ESPN oh, they played. I remember they played the Indiana Hoosiers back when I was a student there. Themselves. That's true. Uh, so right. I, I That's have fair. seen I have seen the Vandals in we person before. I have seen the Vandals <laughs> in person before. <laughs> I, I don't think I would have had that. Yeah, uh, it, yes, it, it pull- uses the hashtag. We that was the that, out there. that was the FCS appointed for IU in 2021. The Vandals. So would you have had that they're the Vandals? You know, it says on yeah. Tanner. If you take a look at their logo, Consider it says it Vandals, says on, Vandals it. on the logo. Oh, I, I didn't. So, yeah, I would have. I would have assumed okay. that. There you go. Moscow, Idaho, baby. How about how about the Moscow, Idaho? That's where it is. Yeah. It's, it is an FCS program. They dropped down from FBS to FCS. They were in the FBS at one point, but now they're not. What's Vanderbilt? Why am I blanking on what Vanderbilt The Commodores. Is? Yeah, why? The Vanderbilt Vandals would be so tough. Uh, VV? Uh, well, Commodores does make no sense. Isn't that like a like a, a sea-themed mascot? So they got like the yeah. the anchor anchor down, right? Yeah. yeah. Vandals what, would be so much better. What's the... Uh, What's behind that? Why is it an inland school with a sea themed? Dude, I don't know why you're asking me. No, no, you're you're uh, you're pop pop. You should. That, you're wise. I what? thought you're pop pop. How is that possible? 
Do you see what I'm looking at here, Mounts, as I look at this Cal team? I mean, I see what's on your screen, but I don't know what specific all thing right. of all the things that are on it you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many stats on your screen. I've 31 no of 45 is uh, Ben Finley, number 10 for California out of Phoenix, Arizona, this season. He leads passing for this Cal team. Can we pick every Cal game from now on? <laughs> yeah, I think we might have to because <laughs> Sam Jackson, the fifth, uh, nephew of Samuel L. Jackson, I'm sure. Uh, Sam Jackson, the fifth. He, he's the starter, but does not lead the team in passing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Was he hurt for a game? Do your research before you start making fun of this guy. I, I don't I don't know. He played against North Texas and against Auburn. Well, look at the first game. Go to the first game. I think he, Ben yeah. Finley's done the same thing. Right. Well, look, because but he had. 34 attempts Ben Finley in the first game. Go to this. Go back. I think the starter only had like one attempt. Like he got hurt in the first game. He had four uh, attempts. All right. There you go. That's so I bet you he probably got hurt. We have to pick game. every single Cal football game. Uh, well, that's our new team of the year. Dark yeah. Horse candidate <laughs> out go. there in the Pac-12, California. Uh, did you see it's also been recommended to them, by the way, that they should start going by the Cal Berkeley Bears? Why? And like be known as Cal Berkeley, not just Cal? No, Cal Bears. Cal Bears. I, Cal Bears. I knew you'd have an opinion. Calberry. I'll say that. I knew Hamilton would have a strong Calberry. opinion. Well, aren't way. they called Berkeley pretty much every t- like at a, in every conversation besides sports? They're called Cal Berkeley, I right. think. So, I mean, that wouldn't be like a huge difference. No, which is why it, it's been recommended they just go as Cal Berkeley. Right. So, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. New I, ACC school, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course. When I think of the heart of the ACC, I think of a Pacific Coast school. That's great. The Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah. Uh, give me Cal. I will take Sam Jackson the fifth. Are any of us going to actually pick against them? No, I'm taking Cal too. All right, I can't wait. We got to keep a uh, track of our Cal picks for the rest of the year. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I do want to see this. Auburn Cal was we'll say it was a fever yeah. dream. I'm not gonna so. lie. I'm kind of invested now. You're invested that. in the Vandals now, man. Yeah, I think that's a great name. Okay, it's a unique name. That is. We true. like that. That is. We true. like that. That that is true. You like that. Like Kirko Chains, he looked good last night. Uh, he had like right. 66 fantasy Let's points pick. in our league because like Jeez. we had we had bonuses. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So two a 40 yard and a 50 yard touchdown pass. All right, Cal schedule. By the way, they're they're at Washington next week. Oh, Might be a little tough on the road. <laughs> and they've got Arizona State, mm? Oregon State, mm? Utah, SC. That is a <laughs> stretch. That's a oh, wait, sorry. After SC, they've got Oregon and then Washington State. That's a gauntlet. And then Stanford and then UCLA. <laughs> they oh, got, they got five ranked teams in a row. They win one of them. I'll tell you that, though. They win one they of win them. They win one of them? They win one of them. Old oh, Sam Jackson let's back. Let's go Golden team. Bears, baby. This, this, Can't wait to talk about them next week. <laughs> too good in the fact of you're going to catch a team looking ahead at some point. You're going to yeah. catch a team like yeah. Oregon, Oregon State, that's, you know, you're preparing for a Utah and, like, a back-to-back, okay, we have Cal. Then the following two weeks, we have USC and Oregon. Like, those aren't – there's going to be a team like that that has a Cal and then has two ranked teams after it where they're looking ahead. They're focusing on that ranked matchup. Can we pick and another, our Cal Golden Bears are going to take advantage. Can yeah. we pick another Pac-12 game, Fresno State, Arizona State? No. That could be a game. No, we're picking TCU-Houston. Oh. It's in Houston. <laughs> Come on. we got to have some qualifiers on here. Qualifiers? Houston's not a good football team. Is TCU a good football team? Better than Houston? Are you sure? Yeah. They're favored by over a touchdown. 
Okay. Give me the Horned Frogs. All right. He wants Sonny Dykes. Houston loses at home in double overtime last week to JT Daniels. Yeah. And, uh, 28 That nothing. was my super dog. 28 nothing. Way to go. 28 nothing. 28 nothing. Good, Good for you. Thank you. Have you ever had a perfect week on TCT? No. This guy, yeah. I, I mean, 10 I don't years think from so. now, down I, the road. I haven't, I haven't been keeping track. Oh, Keep. you know, you, you want to hear, I went on for about a good two, three minutes. So tune in to TCT. I put it on the wall. That's all I'll say, man. Put it on the wall. Yeah. It's three 10 years from now, when we're all alumni, he'll be talking about this oh, perfect no, week. Because, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'll say now. I'll say it again. This is a tradition that I hope stays on TCT for a very long time mm-hmm. about the weekly pickums, and I will always be able to say, I had the first perfect week, baby. Put it he's, on the wall. He's going to be that guy at like eleven thirty p.m. He peaked in college. He's going to be that. He's going to be that forty-five-year-old in his Letterman jacket, sitting in the bar by like himself, talking about <laughs> talking to talking to whoever will listen you about how I, did, I got the TCT. You know, I did right college radio. Yeah, <laughs> West Virginia. You know University. that U ninety-two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. me. Okay. I hosted Touchdown City Tailgate. You better believe it. You better believe All it. All right, who are you taking here, Blaine? You taking the Horn Frogs or the Cougars? I'll take the Horn Frogs. Okay. Texas Christian University. I want to see who Mounts takes. Oh, I really want to go Houston. I, I do. Know. I'm not even going to lie. I, I want to take it. It's it's enticing. It's right there. Seven and a half. I, I, don't, I don't know. Night game. Night game, yeah, at home. On Fox. Oh, man. And I want to root for Tony Mathis. I just... Mm. All time Houston leads thirteen to twelve. Oh, that's that's that's, that's big. Nothing that's big. Hornfrog secondary hundred and twenty six in the country. I, I just think that this game means too much for TCU. And if you want to continue to pe- compete in the Big Twelve, you have to win this one. And I, and I think they know that. Like you, you've dropped the game already. You cannot drop another one to Houston if you want to stay relevant in the Big 12, so I'm going to take the Horn Frog. All right. I think I'm going to agree. I thought we'd have somebody take Houston. Maybe Brian will. We'll, we'll have to see. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Brian. That was, that was not good. Yeah, that was pretty I don't bad. know how to do it. I know what you're trying to do, but I it can't, was not good. I can't do it. I also can't do the face thing. Well, yeah, that Brian takes a lot to of practice. Teach me. That takes yeah, a lot of practice. I, I'm on Brian's workout regimen for it. Mm-hmm. Three sets of 15 daily. Good. Can we get a smile quote, Tanner Mouse? A smile quote. You know what? In honor of Brian, I will go to his most iconic one. Okay. Okay. Don't let the world change your smile. Let your smile change the world. Brian quote. Wow. You know what he powerful. used to say to me? Oh, boy. <laughs> Probably used to say a lot of things. Well, that's true. But uh, <coughs> no, he'd be like, you know, first person that should smile at you is the one standing in the mirror. <laughs> that would be that would be you know at a seven thirty alarm waking up the polo g black hearted getting ready to go to stats one eleven down at Armstrong Monday mm. Wednesday Friday oh it's brutal brutal why are the math classes always it's like eight in the morning here at this at this campus you know I I, I couldn't tell you why is that like, you sound like Jerry Seinfeld there why is that I why is like, it so he, he did it earlier I wanted to point it out but... <laughs> why is it eight o'clock it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> there you go All I right. agree Jerry <laughs> <laughs> what. <laughs> Why don't you love beat the clock, man? Yeah, it's something. I'm trying to keep us in some sort of. Hey, we have a we have a very loyal listener right now. Yeah, we do. Shout out Dr. Jones, man. I, I well, tell well, you, he was very happy with all the uniform talk. Big fashion fan, Dr. Jones. We got to get him on here at some point. 
At some show, we got. I, if I you're listening, Doctor yeah. Jones, we're calling you. We, you got to get on here. We got. We got some things to talk. I'm about. a big Doctor Jones guy. If you're listening, Doctor Jones, how's it going? <laughs> you know what? Yesterday was in doing? class, huh? Yesterday in class, you want to know what it was? What's that? The trolley problem. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's why I told him I would. I would kill a bunch of people for him. <laughs> 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 right, that's definitely context. 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 Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's media law and ethics, and uh, you know the ethical dilemma of you could flip a switch and save or kill one person and save five people, or let the train do its thing and let that one person live. Yeah, because that's what trains do. <laughs> well, in, in that scenario, that's they do. That's exactly what they were designed yeah, obviously for. Obviously, yeah. it tries to use its common sense, and uh, you know, trains will pick between the two, whichever they feel he is did, more. He yeah. did ask me yesterday in front of the class because I was the only one that like raised my hand to say that I would kill him <laughs> to save those five people, and he was like, well, I figured that. And then he shot back at me if I would uh, flip the switch and take Abby out and Without even hesitating, I said yes, and he couldn't <laughs> compose himself for a couple of seconds. <laughs> because he was not ready for me to just say yes that quickly. I've never seen Dr. Jones flustered like that. I wish I could have well, seen Well, he was it. just laughing because he was like, well, you were ready with that one. <laughs> I was like, uh, I would, you know, yeah, you got to save the people, in my opinion, as many as you can. It's the way it works. Yeah, get Dr. Jones on here, man. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. We'll discuss the uh, ethical dilemma of the trolley yeah, problem. We, we could, yeah, we, maybe we'll come up with that. We'll just come up with an ethical dilemma. We can have that be discussed. He'll have an easy people. answer, I feel like. He, he well, does that's just stuff how he all is. the time. He's, he's yeah. just ready to go yeah. all, every every day of the week. Um, yeah. It's right. like that. So we picked seven, right? I have that in my – I have that correct? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. To, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Hey, man, let me do my thing. It literally took me just as long to count as it did for you to find the two numbers and then put the math in your head. <laughs> All right, who's got their super dog ready to go for this week? Oh, the super dog. Oh, I'll just do the same one that I did. All right, that's fine. I don't remember what I did, though. Oh, oh man. I do remember what I did. I called my shot. Okay. Um, I'll go last, though. You guys can go. Now, wait, the, the rules for super dogs got to be more Six than a touchdown? A okay. Yeah. I like ECU over Appalachian State, baby. The Pirates. Yeah. Really? ECU looked pretty good in that game against Marshall. Okay. But uh, Marshall Marshall pulled away in the end, but it was very one-sided ECU for a while. And they got to win the game outright. <clears throat> That's true. So No, I, I'm, I'm saying I think they'll do it. I'm just saying. They look good in that game. Give me Utah State over Air Force. Okay. Go pop up. Florida International over the University of Connecticut. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you. But. <laughs> um, mine is strictly because there's no good games on this week. Okay. Um, I'm going He's taking Western Kentucky in the horseshoe. I am I think I'm so. taking my shot, and I'm going to speak it into existence and ride my hot streak of a perfect week. Oh, God. I hope Give he goes me. one and six. Bowling Green over Michigan, the 40-and-a-half-point underdog, <laughs> to pull it off in the big house. I'm speaking it into existence. In the, this is Harbaugh's welcome back. It's going to be a bludgeoning of the Falcons. Pray whatever, to whatever spiritual being, God, human, whatever you believe in, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right? Well, I think we're, a lot of people are doing that, existence. but for Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Uh, <laughs> have you seen that? Like, Man, why did you have to? Get us all de- brutal, depressed on this show now. I think that's. I mean, Greenberg <laughs> oh, yeah. shut down ESPN on Tuesday to just only talk about that moment. Terrible, I mean, dude. 
he's been talking about that game in that season for months I, and months I understand. now. I understand. I understand. Oh, my heart goes out to Jets fans. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Could you imagine? We got 10 minutes here. I do want to get into the NFL, though, because there's so much to talk about. And Luke Blaine was not here on Monday. We do have the backyard brawl tomorrow, though. Uh, we don't pick that game because we're calling it and working it all here and everything that goes into that. So we want to make sure we're trying to stay neutral and everything as far as that goes. Should be a fantastic environment, though, tomorrow over at Milan Pushkar Stadium. Blue lot opens 6 a.m. <laughs> uh, I did get to ask coach brown on monday about that not not about that i did not say coach brown you know when the blue lot opens but i said you know <laughs> coach brown i wanted to clarify that oh uh, six o'clock Tanner. yeah <laughs> um but i i did ask him i said you know coach there was a ton of students at that game against duquesne before the weather came in it was full as far as the students were concerned for duquesne I said, you know, what, is, what does that mean to you? And he was like, well, the students set the tone for the stadium and all of that. And he said, he did say, with a 7.30 kick, I hope they are able to get warmed up. He did yeah, say that. He said however, however they want to get warmed up, I hope they, yep. they yeah. get warmed up however they choose. Take that as you will. Take that as you will <laughs> from Coach Brown. Uh, he's out at the Mountain there today, Mountaineer Fridays, right? Yeah, so we'll get to see him. We'll be over there. United 2 will be over there. Oh, Great oh. guy to talk to. I yeah, like he's a good to dude. Coach Brown. Yeah. Fun, fun yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. They win tomorrow. Going to be good yeah, for him. So, um, I'm, I mean, I'm taking a lot of the, the TCT stuff, but um, I'm kind of ta- – actually, no, this is something that we talked about on Wednesday. That's why I have it confused. If if West Virginia is able to win this game, mm-hmm. you are 2-1 and one in the season. Correct. With, with a chance at home playing a struggling Texas Tech game Correct. team next week where you could start your season – you defend your your home field, win three straight games on your home field. It'd be the first time in the Neil Brown era that he's won three straight games. Okay, you have that opportunity if you if you beat Pitt, you're riding high against Texas Tech. All of a sudden, you are three and one, and your only loss was on a primetime opening night game in the craziest atmosphere against a top seven team in college football. Correct. Like you are looking at your season like. Why, like, why not go compete in the Big Twelve? I agree, why not absolutely. like, like the, the, this pit game is so pivotal. But then on the other, the flip side of that, you lose this game. You're sitting at one and two. Where now next week is an absolute must win. As then you go on the road for two games after yeah. that. Where if you lose the next game, then you're one and three. The season is completely flipped, yeah. flipped, and practically well, that's over what happened at that last point. Year, like right? it is. Like this game is so not only just in terms of fan approval of you have to win this game we don't care about anything else this is incredibly important the first time that Pitt is back in Morgantown in in 12 years that is in itself is so important but just the seesaw effect of you win this game and everything is right in front of you again the entire season go compete in the big 12 you're two and one entering conference play you got a chance at home again first chance to uh, win three straight games in the Neil Brown era do something that hasn't been done under him to make a statement as a team. If, yeah, if you're three and one, you might be in the top twenty-five. Yeah, if I, your only loss is to Penn State, like it is, it, depending on how they beat I mean, Pitt. That would, that would like be, if if yeah. they if they come out and absolutely crush Pitt, then you could make that argument. I could see that maybe. No, I, I I'm saying after Texas Tech. Yeah, like if I don't know. Out, if they, they got to beat Texas Tech as well. Yeah, sure. like it is. If you're three and one, I think you're ranked. 
And then you you go into probably towards the you go into Fort Worth with so much confidence, and that's something that this West Virginia team has struggled with, is going on the road and coming out and playing with confidence and showing up and like looking prepared and all of that. If you're three and one, you're you're gonna have. I mean, TCU or is gonna be three and one. They can't be any better than three and one. They already have a loss as well. Yeah, to like Colorado, I, and then they're. At Houston, we've talked about that, and then they've got SMU at home. So they'll most likely be three and one as well. But I, I, I just, I don't know. I, no, I, I agree. Oh, they're three and one. So I it's saw a good really point about that Colorado game that really ticks me off about how close it was. If Colorado loses that shootout against TCU, college game day is here tomorrow. Well, yep. There was a lot of those things yeah. that we could talk about, <laughs> but uh, that's all right. I that's, mean, college game day could still be here by the end of the year. If yeah, WVU I mean, is doing well, yeah, I think so. But it's just not going to match this atmosphere. I, just, I, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Really There's quickly, so many other good conference games. Once conference play starts, though, I mean, it's, it's I'm tough. all for Colorado being on game day because they've got the swagger and everything. Yeah, no, I but, get, I get it, but not not for Colorado State. I don't think. Well, uh, they want to get out in front of it, right? Because you don't know when. It's by the time end. they get to SC, they could have a couple losses, which is yeah. still only two weeks away. But. Um, yeah, uh, real quick while we're still talking about the Mountaineers, the women's soccer team loses in Orlando yeah. last night to Central Florida. Start off strong. Tough, tough break. Uh, you know, they could still get things going. It's um, a, like, a weird way to lose there, too, because they've yeah. been a team that has at times struggled to score the ball and defensively have been pretty good. Like, that mm-hmm. really hasn't been their, their strong. The question's always been, can this team score enough to win? And they go and they get two goals against a pretty good team and then, uncharacteristically let up four. Like right. It's, just, no, it's I a agree. very I disappointing agree. way to lose. Uh, the game of the weekend as far as men's college soccer is tonight in Orlando as well. Two weeks in a row, West Virginia is the game of the week. They shot up to number four in the country. They're playing number five tonight on the road in Orlando, UCF and West Virginia, 4v5 tonight. They win that. They could be number one in the country uh, when we start talking next Wednesday night on the kickabout. All right, we're going to hit a quick break here and come back. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk the National Football League and try to get one thought in from Hamilton before he has to head over to class. It's Beat the Clock right here on U92. What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian, a sports podcast where we talk everything hoops, giving insight, giving our own opinion about the basketball world. Right? Yeah, we're out on all platforms, as we know. And along with that, make sure you subscribe to our socials. Uh, on YouTube, we are at Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. On Instagram, we're at Hoopin.mb. On TikTok, we're also at Hoopin.mb. And then on Twitter, we're at Hoopin underscore MB. Yeah. Keep hoopin'. Do you like sports? How about a new perspective on it? It's the Spartaneer Podcast with myself, U92 Sports Director, Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Spartaneer, a cross between East Lansing and Morganton, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happened. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching the Spartaneer or at United2TheMoose.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N-E-E-R. Spartaneer. This Saturday in Morgantown on the Health Sciences campus of West Virginia University, it's the Backyard Brawl at Milan Pushkar Stadium. The Pittsburgh Panthers are traveling 76 miles south down I-79 to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. This game can be heard right here on U92 The Moose. At 2 p.m., U92's Football Saturday starts, with pregame coverage all the way up until kickoff when game coverage starts. Hear the 106th Backyard Brawl right here on U92 The Moose. 
Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Information feeds on U92 shows and campus information. See you online. Welcome back in. Beat the clock right here on U92, the Moose. All right, Hamilton, I know you're going to have to leave. Jags this weekend, mm-hmm. big game. Big game. Huge game. A I tremendous give you game. you a chance to talk about it. Well, I, I think uh, this is a statement game for the Chiefs. Uh, you lose opening night against the Lions by a point in a game you probably should have won. Uh, you go to Jacksonville, who... Relative one relatively easily against the Colts uh, last Sunday. I think a turnover made the game closer than it should have been. Um, Calvin Ridley looked good in his debut. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touch. Uh, so he looked pretty solid. Um, uh, as much as I want to pick the Jags, I do think the Chiefs bounce back. Um, oh, you're just picking it straight up right now. Okay. Well, I figure, you know, give, no, some, give my thoughts. Um <laughs> I, I would think it'd be tough for the Chiefs to start 0-2. I don't think they want to do that. Uh, Travis Kelsey, last time I checked, still questionable. Is that is that changed? Yeah, that's what I've seen. Okay. Um, if he plays, I think that will be interesting. Jonathan Hamilton, by the way, quietly hanging out with Taylor Swift as well. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, I don't know why you said that over air, Tanner. I'm trying to keep it on the low. <laughs> but, um, Not so quiet anymore. Keep that on the low. <laughs> I can't wait for the album about Jonathan Hamilton to drop from Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's going to be great. Radio Silent will be the name of the song, you know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what's coming out. Okay. But uh, give me the. I think the Chiefs probably win that game. Don't be surprised with the Jags. Maybe spring a little bit of an upset. I think what's the line? Three and a half in favor of Kansas City. Yeah. Um, definitely winnable game for Jacksonville, but. I don't know. I, don't, I think that the Chiefs are probably going to win that game, get back on track. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. and um, Yeah, um, but uh, Duval. Duval. Right. So. Yeah, it's hard to say that Patrick Mahomes will start 0-2. Yeah. I, no, I agree. I, I, don't, I don't really foresee that. But, happening. I mean, Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing for, a no, for an 0-1 start either. I mean, the guys he was throwing to just weren't catching. Yeah, know? fair enough. Okay, so, okay. I mean – if you factor that into it, I think, especially if Kelsey didn't play, I think the Jags have a real chance to take advantage uh, yeah. of that. Rayshon really Jenkins is going to be on Travis Kelsey, and I don't know how I feel about that. Fair enough. I'd be so. really shocked if the wide receivers play like that again. Like, they're NFL wide receivers. Yeah. That's not, that's not overreact. Kadarius right. Tony's going to be fine. Give me three seconds. We got the station ID real quick. WWVUFM. Morgantown. Never heard that one. That was fantastic. That was something. I enjoyed that. Good Did you record that one, Tanner? Huh? Did you record that? Yeah, one? that was his voice. Yeah, that was yeah. me. No, that was him <laughs> playing guitar as well. That was he was playing a lick right there. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, that was not me. Uh, boy. Okay, Blaine was not here on Monday. I gotta get going. By the way, I, I know you do. All right, we'll see. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye, Jonathan. Uh, you don't want to stay for this really quick though. What is it? The five field goal performance down in the Bayou. Hey. In a loss, at least we have a kicker. That's that's what we come away with. No, Maybe no, no. We're I, playing Titans win ten games this year. That's that's what I'm going to. I leave. said that's they could. With. That's not what no, you said. They were making the playoffs. You said. No, I still believe they will. You have to win ten games to make the playoffs. AFC South. I'm not sure. <laughs> Stop. <laughs>
Hamilton can't take it. But, no, I, I will say Tannehill easily had the worst game of his career. Like, his pro football grade was, like, it was that bad. I'm pretty Against sure. New Orleans. <laughs> no, that's that defense is good. That's fine. That That's a good defense. And I don't think he'll play like that for the whole season, mostly because if he keeps playing like that, Vrabel's going to bench him in at least the next two, three weeks probably. But, I think there's a lot of teams hoping Vrabel just leaves Tennessee. He won't do it. Oh, okay. I I think you'll have to fire Brable for him to leave. But yeah, he I, might be I, coaching I, for that. Yeah. What I what I liked, I liked the play calling compared to what it was last year. I still think it had its issues. Like it wasn't as predictable as it was last year. But Derrick Henry was having too good of a game to just stop giving him the ball. If you keep giving Derrick Henry the ball, I think the Titans win that game. I mean, I've said it before. Tannehill is not the quarterback that you want to leave the game in his hands and give him a lot of decisions to make. You want to play off of Derrick Henry's strength, which is running the football, and let that open the passing game. They really tried to force the pass, and it hurt him in the long run. But I real I don't think we'll see a performance that bad out of Tannehill again. All um, right. I just don't have reason to believe that. Also, the Chargers' defense this week isn't that. I mean, they had a really rough week against the Dolphins. It's so, pass, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you- you think that they're going to win that game? Against I'm the not saying they're going to win. I'm still going to pick the Chargers, but okay. thank God the the Titans' defense is legit. I think so. I could see that being an advantage if the if the offense can just do enough and play good enough to get a few scores on the board. I think the defense can back it up, especially since it's looking like they're going to be without Mike Williams. I think, okay. uh, or at least he got injured this week. I think I don't know. So I saw like he was questionable. Yeah, uh, last night. Up in Philly, 31 of 44 for 364 and four touchdowns. Primetime Kirk played well. Yeah, it wasn't him. No, Vikings still have not won on Thursday night. Maybe maybe years. if uh, his defense could not allow about eight yards of rush. I think it's, what, six yards, but it felt like a lot more than five yards of rush. To be fair to the Viking defense, they played basically the entire first half. Yeah. The, the second half, the offense opened up for Minnesota, but, I mean, you had – three straight drives end after one play or something like that, right? The Vikings defense was getting a ton of stops there in the first half, and then it really opened up when Philly just went on that drive where they ran down the field. Justin Jefferson fumbles through the back of the end zone there at the end of the first half. Just so many turnovers and errors by that offense in the first half is really their undoing. Uh, And then the defense really locked Philly back down for – the remainder of the third quarter after those first two minutes of just speed um, and gave a chance to Minnesota to come back and didn't happen. Jefferson was 11 receptions, 159 yards. Uh, Hawkinson, 77 for 66 with two touchdowns. Addison, three for 72 with a touchdown. Yeah, Hawkinson was great yesterday. DeAndre Swift was great, 28 for 175 and a touchdown with a long of 43 at the end of the game. That was kind of the... Final nail in the coffin. Devontae Smith caught the long ball for the touchdown. He should have had. Dude, go ahead. I I texted Tansky. He was not happy with me. That first pass to Devontae Smith, where he had about five-yard separation, had to come back, absolutely jump over the receiver to make the catch, still almost scored. If Tua Tagovailoa would have underthrown Mm. Tyreek Hill like that, the college – or not the college, the NFL world – would be all over him about his arm strength, and you know he he doesn't have it. He's just got bailed out by his wide receivers, and 
but you don't see that with Jalen Hurts. Like, nobody talks about it. Jalen Hurts is not the best thrower of the football. That's the other thing. And then, oh, I hate this as well. I absolutely hate this, where they will hand the ball off, the Eagles, that is, 10 times in a drive, march right down the field, run, 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 get down to the one-yard line. Guess whose time it is? Oh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, we're not going to reward the running back that just got us all the oh, way down yeah, the field. We're going to pile in and do that absolute dangerous, stupid, giving all your linemen CTE, run <laughs> it and have them just bulldoze through for Jalen Hurts to pat the stats. And, oh, he has eight he has eight or nine rushing touchdowns on the season. Well, yeah, when you run that, that play, that unstoppable play that needs to get banned is something you shouldn't be able to shove you shouldn't be able to block head first if a defender can't make a tackle head first or come in and use his head why can the offensive lineman just plow through with their heads i cannot stand that play i cannot stand the jalen hurts like oh look at all the stats that he had watch him play he's not a top five quarterback Ooh, i did not know mouse was gonna go like that i did not know you were that angry this just uh, last night last night made me so angry because no because he, he looked terrible he does not he hasn't looked good at all this year last year he had glimpses of things like that but yes did he have a top two season statistically yes should was he sh- before he got hurt was he the favorite for mvp did he deserve it up to that point yes that does not mean that you're a top five player or top five quarterback in the league watch him play He's a system quarterback, and that's great for the Eagles that they've found that. That's great for Jalen Hurts that he's able to use that and play off of that. And But when it comes down to it and you need Jalen Hurts to go, like, break off script and go make a play, he's not that good. No. No, and the amount of times they ran it with him on an option on third and long yesterday in that first half, and he would get back to the line, maybe. Like, poor Dallas Goddard, too. Goddard had, I don't know how many receptions at the line of scrimmage where he was immediately tackled. Like, I know I completely agree. Uh, messy, messy game, Thursday night game in Philadelphia. Uh, messy broadcast call, too, by the way. Yeah, Michaels, but no, 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 then, then Tansky, then Tansky, will t- yeah, Tan- Tansky will text me after that second long touchdown to Devontae Smith being like, well, he we didn't overthrow him that time. Congrats, man. <laughs> Congrats! He shouldn't be overthrown or underthrown him at all. Yeah. Gosh! Oh, okay. look at that! Look at that pass! That's an NFL quarterback pass. He's wide open. Make it! Gosh! I did not know you were going to be that man. I can't stand about Eagles fans, man. I can't stand them. But wait, do do you like going back to Tua? I mean, do you see an issue with his arm strength? No, no. If he throws no. the ball left-handed, and people aren't used to seeing it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just asking. I mean, he's I, I so really, I like, I'm not trying to say that like he's better than Jalen Hurts. Like, I'm not. He is so overcriticized, and for whatever reason, I don't know what it is about Tua. Whenever Tua does not do something right, the national media is on him. Well, do you remember? And last I don't year, get it. Do you remember last year when somebody took the videos of Tua thrown and flipped them to make him look like a righty? How much better it just looked? Yes, because it's what we're used to seeing. Yeah, and like it, it's just that people aren't used to seeing like. He and makes as a wide throws across the field all the time with just his arm. Yes. No, I I, I agree. And yeah. as like as a wide receiver who in, in high school when we switched to a left-handed quarterback, it is weird. Like th- there's a different spin on the ball. It, there's a reason why a lot of people drop passes from left-handed. You're not used to it when the you spirals catch, the opposite. Direction. The spirals the opposite way, and f- it has a very weird spin. It comes out so weird. You're not used to it. It takes getting used to. Lefties are. It's just. It's weird. But I don't. I just don't get why he's under such a microscope in every little thing that he does wrong. And Jalen Hurts will go out 
and do nothing right on his own and just be completely set up by his offense and his scheme and all of that and be praised as if he's this godly being. I cannot stand Philly fans. Wow. Okay. I will I will say I wasn't asking that I wasn't trying to like I know. I, 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 I don't know. watch enough Tua to have an opinion about his like throwing. Hey, he doesn't stuff. care, man. Four sixty. Four sixty yeah. whatever he threw. Hey. I love that. Yo, you know who else has said comments like that? Who's that? Jimmy Butler. When asked about things, I don't care. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh moving on <laughs> to Beach, Sunday baby. at one o'clock. Green Bay is at Atlanta. I could not care any less about this game. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Green I mean, Green, Green Bay looked good. Great. It was Chicago. The line is one and a half for this game. I don't know what that tells you at all. Either way, I'm taking the Packers. I don't care. If you want to talk about this game, you guys are more than welcome to talk about this game. Great. I've gotten my share in. with. Okay. I'm going to take Packers, too. Nobody cares about this game. Yeah. I would like to see the Falcons have success this year, though. They're not going to until they trade for a quarterback. No. I don't know, man. Desmond. Well, he's just getting posted because I'm telling Tansky to listen to it right away. I hope he gets that message. That message was strictly for him and all Philly fans. <laughs> okay. Blood's what still about flowing. Brian? Well, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to yell at Brian right now. Brian's not an arrogant Phillies fan anyway. No, he would have told you last Sunday that the Eagles look like garbage. Nor am I saying that. Tansky is one of the arrogant ones. I just Tansky uh, are I, you sure about that? Tansky and I just oh go. red October, it's almost here. <laughs> wow, Tansky catching strays now. Uh, I'm I'm trying to stand up for our fellow U92 tour, but no, sorry, don't care. Don't I cannot wait for the Phillies to lose in the divisional series. Hopefully, see we all say that, and it's then so they don't, and it makes us all so upset. Yeah, I hope they lose <laughs> every game. Every game. Uh, Vegas is at Buffalo. Allen has got to look better. Way yeah. too many turnovers Monday night. I've been on the Josh Allen's overrated train for about two years now. I He's was got on- the talent. He was very good under Brian Dable. Yeah. Too many turnovers. He'll clean it up here against Vegas, but he's still you – can't, you can't get it all back in one game. He's got to do it a little bit. I mean, none of the league's quarterbacks – none of the league's like top-tier quarterbacks look fantastic week one. I yeah. mean, Mahomes, it was due to a lot of drops, but Burrow and Allen both had pretty rough games. Did you see yeah. the monsoon that was in Cleveland? Huh? The rain in Cleveland, oh, yeah. how bad it was. So I guess the refs were not covering the ball between the plays, which made the ball two pounds heavier than what it should have been. Yeah, too. But I, I mean, that's incredible. Deshaun Watson, yeah, Deshaun Watson, Watson didn't, still threw for over – got to be able to throw for over 100 yards. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I'm just – yeah, I think Burrow bounces back this week. We'll get no, to that agree. game next. Uh, I'm are, taking are Buffalo. Going, yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Baltimore is at Cincinnati in a AFC North matchup. Uh, whoa, did Brian not take? Oh, no, Brian did take the Bills. I have Brian's picks in front of me. Brian's taking the Ravens in this game. I think that's not smart. Give me the Bengals at home. The the Ravens are just so beat up already. They're down two tackles, down a player in the secondary. J.K. Dobbins is done Dude, once I again. Feel so bad for J.K. Yeah, me too. He's um, so talented. He is, and yeah, I I think that Burrow is going to get it right. Cincinnati is as healthy as you could be at this point. Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go. I Joe Burrow has a big comeback game here. Yeah, I yeah. Okay. Um, I think I think he gets it done. 
um, not only for the Bengals, but for my fantasy team as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude, I left Swift on the bench last night. How do you oh, think I feel this morning? Well, I don't know why you do that with Penny out, but whatever. Well, because Hertz gets every touchdown. That's true. But he's, I, he's, everybody knew that he was going to go for 25 carries. Yeah, I got you. But right. I got to take a break. I got to make a call here. No, sorry. It's okay. No, uh, hey, I'll lead us, man. It's just you and Blaine. That's, no. that's, that's, oh, look at us. Boy, I can't believe you're doing this to me, Tanner. <laughs> wow, dude. Can you believe that guy? Tanner? Yeah. He's gone. We can talk about him now. Yeah, I know. We can we can yeah. badmouth him on air. It's a, you know, there's not a radio out there that he can still hear us. <laughs> but, um, no, you make your pick for this game, Blaine. Uh, Bengals-Ravens? Yes. See, I, I think that both teams – I think the Bengals are going to try – no, I think the Bengals will win. But I'm just saying, like, I think it helps whenever teams like the Ravens get a bad week one opponent, and it helps you kind of get into that rhythm more of playing, you know, winning football. Because they have the Texans. I don't – did the Texans get into the end zone? I don't think they did. Yeah, CJ Stroud. Yeah. I mean, see, he looked good. He was able to pick apart that defense, march down the field. He struggled finding guys open in the red zone, which is why they kicked a lot of field goals. Just, yeah. Because uh, uh, things get more condensed down there, and it was probably a lot harder for him to read. But – he was able to move the ball down the field against them. He at one point I think he was like eleven for thirteen or something like that, mm. like one hundred forty yards or, yeah. like he, he he had a good day. But yeah. which is why I think Joe Burrow could really pick him apart. If yeah, that's how that secondary is going to play. Big difference in Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud. So I'm still going to go the Bengals, but I wouldn't say it won't be close though. I think the Ravens can make it a good game. Yeah, tickets as low as one seventeen for that game. That's wild to me. Mm. Out for an NFL ticket for that to be like the lowest ticket price. Yeah. I guess it may be an AFC North uh, divisional game. But the next one is Seattle at Detroit. Detroit coming off maybe one of their biggest wins in a very long time, beating the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead here. Seattle needs a bounce-back game. I yeah, I couldn't that was... believe that they lost to the Rams last week. Does Gino get the job done? Detroit's pretty good. Yeah, I... Detroit is just that team that they're going to do whatever it takes. They're going to bite that kneecap. Yeah, they're going to bite the kneecap off. They're going to get knocked down. And when they come back up, they're going to bite the other one off. And it's, I don't know, man. I I just, the Seahawks, I was pretty high on the Seahawks initially. And I am, I want to say, I'm a firm believer that week one does not matter. Unless you're playing like a divisional opponent, like, well, the Seahawks were. It, It does to an extent. Like, when you're losing game, like, you still can't afford to lose a game that you should have won. Right. So, like, when you're looking at, like, when it comes down to the end of the season, that's going to be a game, I'm sure, because I don't think the Rams are going to do much better. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. 16 more weeks left in the season. I still think this. I think the Seahawks will be fine. But it's hard not to pick Detroit after that week one performance. Yeah, so you're going Detroit there. Yeah. Um I I guess I'm going to take I'm going to take Seattle in this one just for the point, strictly because like it's kind of a toss up to me. I'm going to go Seattle because I think most of you guys are going to go Detroit. So I might be able to flip that one and get a point on you guys. A little strategy there. Yeah. Um but uh, I, I would not surprise me if Detroit wins at home. It's going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that stadium's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's it's going to be wild. They are super excited there in Detroit for what they could put together this season. 
The next one, though, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Tennessee Titans. You've already talked about this one a little bit. You said that you're picking the Chargers. Yeah, I I just can't in good faith pick the Titans after that week one. Now, I will say the Chargers, I'm not seeing uh, – Mike Evans or Mike, not Mike Evans, Mike Williams on the uh, injury report. They don't, like, but he's. But I am. He's I am always hurt. Like they're used yeah. to not playing with him. I am seeing Austin Eckler though, and he has missed a couple I know, days. He's this missed week. two straight practices. That's, but I mean, Josh so that could, if the Titans can focus on the pass, yeah. I think it'll be competitive either way. See, Josh Kelly ran for over almost 100 yards last time, two on 15 carries last game, which yeah. is another absolute rant that I could go on, and I think I did it here. Did I did I already talk about this? Was this sports night that I talked about this? Was this a I morning show on that I talked night. about it? I think it might have. I don't remember when I talked about this. It was with Tanner. It makes me so angry. No, it was definitely on here Monday. I wasn't here Monday either. Okay. Well, um, on Monday, we talked about it. It makes me so angry that Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly split carries. So angry on why. Okay. They had the same amount of carries. Austin Eckler is averaging almost three more yards per carry. But, yeah, only give him 15 touches while you're giving his backup the same amount. On the goal line, they'll have they'll have Austin Eckler run all the way down the field, rack up 40 rushing yards, plus 20 receiving yards on two catches, get all the way down to the eight-yard line, hand it to him again, he'll get to the one, and then you see Josh Kelly come jogging in. <laughs> it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like... Don't, I, that, I could I could go on forever on that but, one. But, no, I will say, like, I think the Titans will force them to lean on the passing game, which they can do. I'm not saying, oh, yeah. like, I'm not saying you're going to beat them by making them force the pass, but I think they will at least negate the running game because, I I mean, this Titans defensive threat, I think, is legit. Like, yeah. the Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry's back, Arden Key had, like, a sack last week, should have been two, and there's Tier Tort. Tart, sorry. There's like a lot of rotation. There's a big rotation of guys you can go through. Aziz Alshayer is really good uh, at the linebacker position too. But I don't know. I just can't in good faith pick the Titans after week one. So I'm going to go the Chargers and hopefully uh, I'll, hopefully the uh, opposite will happen. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. But I do think, to your point about that defensive front for the Titans, uh, Miami had a lot of success. They hardly ever blitz but when they did they had great success getting the herbert that offensive line uh very confused with some of the packages that miami threw at them defensively that could yeah. be an impact uh going into that game but next one chicago dub bears uh a little bit of a disappointing game going into tampa bay who had a very surprising game there yeah and baker mayfield looks to be the old baker mayfield talking smack telling people to put some weight up boy <laughs> um <laughs> i i don't think at this point like I'm not sure there's a more fun quarterback to see have success than Baker Mayfield. Oh. Everybody hated him out of college. Well, that's and now the, some of the things that he was doing in college were a little too far. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that was well deserved, but he, I think he had to get humbled a little bit and yeah. now he's 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 fun. I think he's been humbled enough now and I mean like that <laughs> oh, he's the, been humbled yeah, enough. The, that Ram like what was it Christmas when he played for the Rams like he started that game and they absolutely beat down the Broncos. Was was that Christmas? I don't remember. I think it Maybe. was. I, I don't really watch he got, like, sports on Christmas. A couple starts as a Ram, and he made the most of that one. Like he, it was. Oh awesome. no! Well, that game yeah. that he 
came in like two days beforehand. Which one was that? And then led them to that. I'm pretty sure it was the Christmas game. That wasn't on Christmas. It wasn't that was, on Christmas. No, that wasn't on Christmas. You're talking about the one where he was signed like two days before? That was later in the season. I don't think it was Christmas. I don't know. If you can't hear the ferocious typing, Lane Sorry. is looking it up. <laughs> no, yeah, it, Rams beat the Broncos 51-14 to 14 oh, on Christmas. No, I'm talking about the game that he came the, when he was first signed by the Rams. Yeah. He came in and had to run that they had to go 98 yards in like a minute after not really knowing the offense. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I know you know, what you're talking about He had that game when he now. touched down to Van Jefferson, marched him right down the field. I don't know. I'm, I'm taking 2022 stats. I'm taking Chicago in this one. I think this is a must win for them to do anything relevant that they need to. I think Tampa Bay might get brought back down to earth a little bit. I'm going Chicago. I don't know what you're you're doing. Uh, I'm going Chicago too because week one doesn't matter, and it I think does be matter. Fun. No, it doesn't. I, I don't it does think it does matter. I really don't See, think it this does. This is the other thing that I could freaking rain about is people like you and tanner that's yeah. talking about the preseason and how kenny pickett scored on every drive that he oh, was I, in. I was not that offense, high on kenny pickett and this offense is going to be so great and playing the parade and this team could compete for the nfc north and blah 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 based off of preseason games but now week one against a legitimate i i never where you're, where you're playing starters the entire game against a good team kenny pickett and the offense goes out and lays an absolute egg on the field probably left the game with a bunch of brown spots in his underwear <laughs> but it th- that doesn't matter you know that game I, doesn't matter but but the preseason games and those four drives where kenny pickett scored on every one that's enough to plan the parade against third I, stringers. I never never oh, once I advocated can't. for preseason I, I don't think preseason I matters can't. either week one does matter no it doesn't last year the bears started two and out and that, then the man. year before that the broncos and panthers all started two and out I'm not saying and then they and then they success, sucked. but you're gonna watching how people play is important in week one. Yeah, that will be a big tell. Just because Chicago won their first two games doesn't mean that they look necessarily good. Kenny Pickett was terrible in yeah. that first game. I'm not, he's not. I'm not saying that week one's a tell that that's how he's gonna play all season. That's a tell of like, hey Pittsburgh, a little bit of a wake up call. Matt Cannon in that offense, not moving the ball very well. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows and pots of gold. It's, can I, go ahead. Can I make a point? What? Two years ago, week one, Cardinals beat the Titans 38-13. to 13. Titans end up with the one seed in the AFC. And had their season turn out. Bad play calling screwed them in the playoffs. Had their but, season turn out. Yeah, bad play calling. How many, playoffs, it, it was, how many it was, playoff? How many playoff wins did they have that year? Zero. But how many, how many playoff wins did the Cardinals have that year? Zero. There you go. Yeah. No, I'm saying the Cardinals sucked at the end of the year. Like that was the that was the year the Cardinals looked like fantastic and they had that great start. Well, the year that, they, they had they cr- a bunch that, of injuries. Then, then they crapped out. Didn't Colin Murray get hurt that year? Or DeAndre Hopkins get hurt or something? They had the Titans have injuries every year and oh, nobody okay. says anything. Yeah, okay, that's the whole roster. Whatever, man. We'll move on to the next one. Kansas City, Jacksonville. We kind of touched upon this with Sir Jonathan Hamilton there. I'm also going Kansas City in this one. It's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. When he's coming off a loss, I don't know what the um, stat is on that. On because he hasn't he hasn't lost often, so I'm wondering what is his record coming off of a loss? Has he ever lost two in a row? He's had to. Have. Oh, for sure. At some point, I just. I mean, 
<clears throat> I only say that because if that were true, that would be a stat that Collinsworth would bring up on every broadcast. So, And I've never heard it before. So surely he's lost two in a row before. I don't know, because the Chiefs had like that rough start like a year or two ago. No way. This says he, he hasn't lost this often, has he? Like how, how? Actually, he's been in the league a lot longer than it seems like. He says this says here that he is sixty four and seventeen all time in his career after a loss. Have they lost that much? It doesn't feel like it. I mean, I think that because how long he's been in the league? What seven years? Yeah, so I, like I, I 10 remember losses a year. Is that he was like on the bench? He was on the bench for Alex Smith's last year, which is something that a lot of people forget about. I think right because I'm, Alex Smith's last year. I think that was the season where... I like, don't know if this is including college. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because I, I I base my NFL history based off of what I remember the Titans doing. So I'm just going to... Like, I think Alex Smith's last year as a, Chiefs, as a Chief was when, like, the Titans had that crazy comeback and Marcus threw the touchdown pass to himself, you know, Marcus Mariota. So that must... That had to have been in, like, 17. Yeah. Okay. Um so that that's 64 and 16 now 64 and 17 um is his all-time career record so i don't know why they're saying career record in losses and it's I, I don't know I, so he's only lost that's actually wild he's lost 17 times in his career <laughs> like that's yeah so i don't know how many times he's lo- like lost after those 17 games not many there has not been many times that they've lost two in a row there. no yeah i just remember i remember a couple years ago they had that rough start where they were like two and four or something yeah. like it, it was already it was a pretty pretty rough start and everybody was like oh the chiefs are done the yeah, dynasty's no, over yeah, and then they right. i mean week one doesn't matter it does a little bit but who's your pick make your pick i'm taking the chiefs that's that's what i thought um I don't know why I keep writing. Sometimes I'll do the city and sometimes I'll do like I did. the I said Bengals. I said Chargers, but then I'm also writing like Chicago, Kansas City. Also for the first one, instead of writing Green Bay for everyone, I wrote Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's because Atlanta, I was thinking of Georgia and Green Bay with the G. I wrote Georgia oh, yeah. and I was still in college football mode, but I had to like do a double take there and fix that. But not picking Georgia, even though they probably could compete in the NFL. No. No. 0-16, 0-17. I hate that argument. But next game, um, the Colts going to Houston. Battle of the first round picks there. Anthony Richardson looks like he's going to be okay after that injury. C.J. Stroud getting his first home game there. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. I I think the Colts, even though it's at Houston, I don't think Houston will have, like, a hostile, hostile environment. You know what I mean? No, I but I think they're going to show out to see their rookie quarterback in his yeah. first appearance um first home game i could see a good turnout but yeah tickets as low this is the lowest of all games this week tickets as low as 17 dollars to get in and watch cj stroud's first home game i'd do it i'd pay 17 Honestly, bucks to go yeah. and watch cj stroud play i don't care where i'm at i mean it's a dome it's not Absolutely. like there's a bad seat in that in that arena um I'm gonna I'm gonna pull for my boy from Ohio State. I think he looked both quarterbacks looked pretty uh, fairly decent there in Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. Um, Richardson able to show off his legs a little bit. 
I'm, I'm still going to pull for Stroud. I think I hope he gets this one done. If he can start figuring out the red zone and converting and keeping up with that accuracy that he's had so far, I think he, he could have a pretty good career. Yeah. Yeah, I thought both quarterbacks looked pretty good on Sunday. and But I do ultimately think the Colts. The Colts, I think, just have more talent all around than the Texans do. So and Texans one-point favorites, though. Man. One-point favorites. That's crazy. I mean, the Colts really have declined here in the past few years. I mean, I remember, was it last year or the year before that, like, they were everyone's darling team? Oh no! It was well, it, it was it was the Luck. it was the year but no it was the year before uh, they didn't have Andrew Luck two years ago but it was because Derek Henry because of Carson went Carson Wentz that was I was the hype around Carson two Wentz, years ago yeah I think two years ago was Philip Rivers oh it might have been yeah I can't remember but I, I feel so bad I mean I no no it, it was Carson Wentz two years ago yeah it wasn't I, I understand last year was Philip Rivers not last year. Last year was last year was Philip Rivers, wasn't it? Like this past season, no, he was like a little while ago. And who was the quarterback last year for him? Whoa, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yeah. It went. I totally Matt, forgot that like, they brought him to last yeah. year. Was Matt? Ryan. They just kept kicking the tires on yeah. all quarterbacks. And, I feel and so bad. Like I understand what Andrew Luck did and why he did it. Like I, I respect that decision, but man, did that leave the Colts dry because they <laughs> built a roster around him, and then he said, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with the most important position, just empty and vacant and yeah. good luck in they the went next like four or five years trying to find a replacement Jacoby Brissett, Nick Foles. Yeah. Or no, wait, did they – Nick Foles was a backup whenever he was a Colt, I think. No, I think they signed him to play, and then he ended up as a backup. Oh, yeah. But I think they signed him to play. Yeah, because there was like – They've just Rivers. been trying to fill it with veterans until they can go out and get their guy, and now it looks like yeah. they might have him. Yeah. Anyway, they're two years removed from being the NFL's darling because the only reason anybody wanted to talk about Jonathan Taylor was because Derrick Henry got hurt. Derrick Henry was going to go for another 2,000-yard season before that foot injury, uh, which, I mean, like, that's not a far-fetched thing to say. It was, like, week 10 or 11, and he had 1,500 yards. So, whatever. But I still um, – I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah. Uh, next one is probably going to be my least favorite game of the week. Actually, the next, the one after this one is going to be my least favorite. Uh, but this one is the 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams there in SoFi Stadium. 405 kickoff for the West Coast teams. 49ers look like they could be the best team in the NFC with how uh, they played week one. I'm going to take them to win. I'm going to take them to win most games this season. They are dominant on both ends of the ball. Brock Purdy, if he can keep playing mistake-free football, finding his guys when they're wide open in the end zone, they're going to have a really, really successful season. Yeah. I mean, I Brock Purdy is like one of those guys where there's enough talent around him. Like, if yep. he can just do the right thing consistently, they'll be fine. Even if he make a few mistakes here and there. Just don't play dumb football, you know? If he plays smart football – Gets it to his best players in Kittle, Debo, and McCaffrey. I mean, this offense is a lot of fun to watch. And I think that's something that the Niners really didn't have for a while. Yeah. I think that, like, just electric offense. They've always been that more of a – even that year they made the Super Bowl, it's, they've been, like, a defensive-minded team that their defen- that their defense will win them games and the offense will do just enough. I think the, the offense is getting it done this year. Yeah. So, I mean – how much are we talking about the Rams, though, if they win this game? 
I mean, people forget they were Super Bowl champ. It doesn't feel like they were Super Bowl champs just two years ago after last yeah. season with how disappointing that was and how bad that was. Injuries and, you know, to win without Cooper Cup, if they win this one, I mean, yeah, look out because, I mean, you got to crown Sean McVay maybe as the best coach in the NFL again if he's able to start 2-0 with this roster that he's had. Because yeah. they went out and they went all in on that one season, lost a yeah. lot of key veteran pieces there after that one season got rid of all their draft picks for them kind of struggling a little bit um they basically haven't had a draft for like the past two years i couldn't name you one of their draft picks yeah it's been that kind of season that is the most expensive game of the week by the way really oh well it's all the stars coming out yeah it's in la it's in la coming out to watch san fran most expensive game of the week um but Next one is my least favorite game of the week. Second cheapest game, $19 for a ticket there, and that is the New York Giants going to the Arizona Cardinals. 405 kickoff there in Arizona. Big win for them, too. Yeah. This game right. just looks yeah. gross. Wait, Giants Cardinals? So sorry, no, they I forgot the Cardinals lost in that. Um but the, honestly, watching that game, the reason I say win is because I thought that they absolutely outplayed the commanders in that game just stupid mistakes down the stretch hurt arizona um yeah. but surprising there and that's such a commander's thing to do is compete in the nfc east by just winning these games barely and then they'll go and they'll beat an eagles and they'll beat a cowboys team and you know they'll pull off an upset here or there but then they will absolutely survive and just absolutely like barely beat these teams and it, it frustrates me year after year but yeah uh i'm gonna take new york to bounce back here i think that they were embarrassed on national television against the cowboys i think that they are locked in and focused they were wanting to have a pretty good year this season and you know you give daniel jones all that money comes out you want to talk about brown spots in the pants he was probably got quite a few as well with how he got hit. What was that seven sacks, eight oh sacks, my gosh. something like well, that? What was that crazy stat that people keep bringing up? They lost the sack battle like something to nothing. Yeah, the turnover like, battle, something to nothing. They had a field goal blocked and returned for a touchdown. And there were just all these crazy things. They got shut out. That have never happened in a, in, to a team in an entire season. Yeah. And it happened in one game for the Giants. That's got to be like the that's worst. Insane. That's the worst loss ever statistically i don't know how you get worse than that yeah i mean yeah yeah they were i mean of course they're played on every aspect of that game they're against a team that is like everybody knows that the cowboys are better than the giants but from a statistics standpoint no team has ever lost that bad yeah i i can't think of one nope i don't know So you're taking the Giants to bounce back from that? Sure. Why not? Let's have fun. I I think they're going to be all right. I truly do think that they're going to be all right. There's rumors that Brian Dable threw a big party like Friday night or Saturday night before (laughs) that game. That like he had everybody over and they threw like a party. It was a night game. So he thought that he could have. That's just like there's been rumors about that. No players or coaches have confirmed that. But I thought that was very interesting. If you're throwing parties Saturday night at your house the night before your primetime opener game yeah. at home in a season where you're supposed to be competing for a division title, yeah. playing a division rival, 
Um, yeah, I turned your mic off. Tanner's back with us. Okay. Uh, we're talking. We're talking Giants, Arizona, and how Brian Dable rumor is rumored to have thrown a party Saturday night before the game. Well, doesn't that take you back to the playoffs when the players were down there on the boat before the uh, big playoff game? <laughs> For for the Giants, I forgot about that. Boat no, it, it, since then it's been downhill. Yeah, what what did I miss? Anything we we were we uh, were talking about this. The um, want to ask you the Cowboys Giants. Mm-hmm. They mentioned like all those crazy stats happened. Like they lost yeah, yeah. the turnover battle. Everything like that's got to be the worst loss statistically ever. Right? Probably. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, but was it you, Mounts, that brought it up to me? If that field goal doesn't get blocked and returned, and it's three nothing, that game goes a completely different way. I really do think so. I think that's you, a fair if point. If you get on the board, I don't. I'm not saying that they win the game. No, but, but it absolutely yeah, does not it, become it, forty to nothing. Well, well obviously it'll well, be three. I don't even think it becomes forty to three. No, no I like, agree. It is, I agree. Um, they right. they still would have struggled to protect Daniel Jones, yeah. uh, and that's going to be a problem for him this run, season. Run, run us through him real quick, though. Seattle, Detroit, Tanner. Seattle, Detroit. Give me the Lions at home with Motor City, Dan Campbell. Yeah, that's going to be uh, a, kind of a cheap game, though. We were looking at that. I it, mean, it, actually, 147. Just kidding. That's not the one I was thinking of. No. The next one. The Chargers at Titans. I'm taking the Chargers on the road. Field goals don't cut it. Uh, give me Baker, <laughs> Baker Mayfield at home. We both went Chicago. Uh, yep, that's fine. Baker Mayfield, he's a front runner. They're running well down there with Todd Bowles. And uh, Raymond James will be electric. Uh, give me the Jags over the Chiefs, too. Wow. Um, we, we were talking about this. We couldn't find the stat. How many games do you think Patrick Mahomes has lost in his career? Isn't it like 13 or something? It's, it's 17. Seven, but 17? Yeah, that's okay. a wild amount. We were trying to find how many of those. Is that counting the, college? What's his record? Was no, that that's college? just NFL. Oh, just NFL. I was about well, to say, well, two, know, of those are to like Jared, years. two of those are to Jarrett Dagey if it's in college. Oh, next. <laughs> next, uh, I, I'll take the Colts over at Houston on the road. The Houston defense looked better than I think people anticipated in Baltimore. Uh, and then... Give me the Niners over the Rams in Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, I'll take the Giants over the Cardinals. All right, and you're all caught up, pal. There we go. On to the next one. All right. Uh, you can continue to run the show if you'd like. Hey, thanks, man. Sure. I appreciate that. I'm Moving just... on to the, <laughs> the New York Jets in Dallas. <laughs> I hope I didn't just <laughs> jump scare somebody in the car. <laughs> Cause anybody the wreck. I pile up on I-79 right now because... <laughs> I apologize, but the New York Jets are in that Dallas there. Um, if Aaron Rodgers was on this, this would be a fairly interesting game. Probably be one of the most anticipated, most expensive games of the week, but he's not. No. <laughs> you, you will be recovering in a hospital bed from his surgery, probably. Uh, and it is Dallas, well, I'm sure, is favored going up against Zach Wilson. Big game for the kid, though. It's a chance now. You that, get, that's that's true. true. I don't think it matters, no. but I don't think that he needs to win this game. I think he needs to come out and throw for more than 120 yards. Yeah, I think this game will be closer than what people have. That Dallas defense is for real, but yeah. so is that Jet defense. And uh, yeah, I don't think Dak Prescott ever wins you a Super Bowl. Dallas is kind of in no man's land as far as that offense is concerned. Uh, that Jet defense is going to tear him up. This will be a defensive battle, you know, kind of maybe a 16-9 to finish uh, in a messy, messy game as far as the offenses are concerned. so But I'll, I'll still take the Cowboys. Yeah, how about them boys? I, I, I'm, I do want to say, like, this is – this Jets team, people are, like, complaining now that they're on prime time so much because – They're going to get flexed out of a lot of those games. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if they can 
put together a decent season. I think this is a team that has a very interesting story around it. You know, yeah, they, uh, they were what even with Zach Wilson last year, would they start six and two? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they had a like solid that. start like, last year, and now you have Zach Wilson down the back stretch. But yeah, Zach Wilson has a chance to win back. You know, everybody because he got benched for one of the best to ever do it, mm-hmm. had an entire offseason under him, mm-hmm. and now he has a chance to go on a revenge tour. I don't know. Oh, jeez. I just might, just because you asked me in that tone of voice, yeah, I'm going to go Jets. I go, we bullied him into losing a point. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Blaine, easily manipulated. No. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm not easily manipulated. The train always stays on the tracks. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. You know, you know, in GTA Five, how when you throw a pedestrian on the train tracks, it derails the train. It derails the train. What? You you, you don't ever see those GTA Myth videos pop up? I've never watched. Oh, okay, they <laughs> pop up for me all the time. This is an no. all-time no. like they they confidence. pop up all the time for me. GTA Myth problem solved. <laughs> If you throw an NPC in front of the train, the train derails. I, that I guarantee you. So. No. Yes. No. That is correct. The That's NPC derails the Blaine train itself anyway. <laughs> so. Are you taking the Jets? You just said you were. Oh, man. That's a mess. That's a mess. And I, I you know, I, I, have a Je- I have a Jets jersey sitting in my closet. Why? And I'm, I, it's a Tim Tebow jersey. Oh, and, I, and I'm gonna, and and after the Jets beat the Cowboys, I'm showing up to TCT or not TCT, whatever we call this, beat the clock on Monday, in my Tim Tebow Jets Remind jersey. Me, I need that Tim Tebow jersey. I'm going to a Jets game this year. I oh, dude, yeah, I'll let you borrow. I remember when, <laughs> when, when Tebow was playing minor league ball. When he threw a pedestrian in front of a train. <laughs> dude, all right, we're gonna watch a video. Um, I'm so excited. There were so many Tebow minor league jerseys. I, in a game at Col- in, in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tebow's a – I don't like Tim Tebow. What he did to the Steelers in the playoffs, just brutal. <laughs> brutal. And that brings you to the Denver Broncos, Mounts. Hey, look at that segue. Look at that. Good Washington's job, at Denver. Looking like a pro. Washington and Denver. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this game. <laughs> you never know with Washington. Like, it's going to be close because that's how Washington plays. That's how Denver plays. Yeah. Like, I don't – it, it, would I get extra points if I predict a tie on this game? No. Come on. No. Gosh darn it. So I have to pick. Brian's team. taking the Broncos for what it's worth. That's what I'm leaning. You're taking the Broncos? Russell Wilson actually was not the problem last week. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Mount spread it up earlier. The mm-hmm. commanders didn't really look too great. But that's the, the games they win. Those are the games they win. They they win seven games a year, and they're by three points against Arizona, by one at Denver, uh, two at home against the Cowboys in a slaughtering fest of just yeah, terrible Washington. football. Yeah, yeah, no, we were literally just talking yeah, about that's this. That's what they do. We were literally just talking about this. Um, that's that's it. It makes me so angry to see them. This is how they compete in the NFC East every year. Is they will absolutely survive against the terrible teams and look atrocious. And then win one or two big games a year, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're looking at nine wins right there, and it's like you've got to uh, every freaking year. Yep. It makes me so angry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take. I'll take. I'm uh, going to take Denver. They were a lot more. Denver. They were a lot more fun when they were the football team. 
I'll take Denver as well. Well, I I'm think they're going to be changing too. the name again here shortly. What is it? Josh Harris is changing the name again. No, I hope they change it back to the football team. I don't know what they're going to change it to, but it certainly will not stay the Commanders. Uh, mounts your Sunday night game at Gillette Stadium. Okay, I mean, give me. We didn't all pick our team. No, you didn't take. I took. Denver. I, I took Denver. Took oh, Denver. I, I, I said thought. Denver. I wasn't listening. I was reading an interesting text message that Tanner and I received. Um, quite interesting, there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Back your overall, baby. It's in full swing. Yeah, already. The rivalry off the field's beginning, man. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Miami, New England. Mac Jones looked good in the second half. No, he did. He did. Um, and I credit Bill O'Brien for that, not Mac Jones. Okay. But I don't know. I think Tyreek Hill has himself another day. Bill okay. uh, Belichick is not going to let him go for north of 200 again. I think you'll see more of Waddle. I, I do. I've, I, I said that, that this season you're going to have – some really big waddle games especially now that hill's been huge because you're gonna some really big waddle games <laughs> um because <laughs> because people are wanting to take away tire kill but i'm gonna i'm gonna ride with the fins i think that they it, they showed if Tua can play like that again which i don't think he's gonna play that great but if he can take care of the football he can make the throws down the field which he's very capable of they don't need to run the ball like mcdaniels might be the best offensive mind in the nfl I like them as one of the best teams in the AFC this year. If they stay healthy, give me the fins on the road. They they have they've had New England's number in the last five six years. As yeah, I'll well. take I'll take the fins as well on the road. I'll take them too. I mean, there's not really. Oh great! Now uh, we're all gonna pick them and yeah. After just curse them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was big questioning Tua yeah, before the before the season, nice. so I was like. I was not that confident in Tua going into the year, but, I mean, after week one like that, how do you not? Yeah. Week one still doesn't matter, though. When is healthy, they win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when the, the flip side of that, though, Bill Belichick on primetime always pulls out all the stops. That's There'll true. There will be some genius move that he makes that get, will get talked about because it's almost Aye. like not a clean sweep. Oh, thank goodness. Hamilton took the Pats. Thank goodness. Is he listening um, right now? No, I have the text from him and Brian with their uh. picks. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some big coaching move that Belichick pulls out that he always seems to pull out when he's on primetime national television. But I still think the Finns win. I love Mike McDaniels. Vaping, right. vaping during a playoff game. You kidding me? Can't, can't beat that. <laughs> oh my man. gosh. Can't beat that legend. Did you see him? Uh, we have time. Uh, did you see him at the SoFi Stadium? So they, I heard about this. I didn't understand it. Yeah. So. When there's a challenge at SoFi and that big ring that they have on the board, apparently they put a camera on both coaches the entire time that's being reviewed so you can see the reactions while they're watching the play on the board and all that. Um, obviously, Stanley is a lot more accustomed to that. He plays there, so he was acting like he didn't like he didn't look at the camera. He was just acting like himself. There's a video of once Mike McDaniels realized that he was up on the big board, he <laughs> immediately put the microphone close to his face to show that like he's talking to his guys. And mouth the words out loud. Run the ball in the next five plays over and over, as if to show like, oh, if they're gonna watch me, then I'm gonna try to get them like, like joking around, being like, well, if they see me mouth, run the ball in the next five plays. You know they're not gonna run the ball five straight times when they've only run it like six times in that game. I just thought it was really funny that he would even think to be like, oh yeah, the cameras on me, they're gonna be looking at me. I'll show them and like mouth the words and very detail about okay. running the ball. It, just right. a character, man. I love him. Okay. You got two Monday night games this week. Oh, really? Yes, you do. 
Nerlens at Carolina. Nerlens. Nerlens. Uh, Hamilton took the Panthers. I'm riding with with the Saints. I think they're going to have a good year. Yeah, I take the Saints in this one. The Saints. Here's the thing. Derek Carr is this is still the Derek Carr we've seen the past couple of years. Yeah, I better mean, than Tannehill. Going to let that one. That's not a pass debate. That's not a debate. I, I know. Please don't tell me that's a debate. I think it's closer than people think. No, I still think Carr is better. If you tell me right now that this is a debate, I'm erasing all of your picks, and you are no longer credible to make any <laughs> NFL selection ever. That'd be like him saying that Kenny. At least he'll admit that Kenny Pickett's ceiling is Daniel Jones. Do you actually think that that his ceiling is Dan Jones? Yeah. It might be a little higher than that, but slightly it's, higher. It's, I'll give you yeah, that. It's, it's not high area. I'm sure. No, yeah. I'm not thinking he's Herbert or something. No, no. And I never said Tannehill was no. either. Tannehill's no, but he wide. says Derek Carr, which is still stretch. Yeah. Derek Carr's not as good as people think he is. That's not true. All right. Anyway, who are you taking? I I don't know. I oh well, I was gonna say that until I was interrupted, but I'm gonna say he's taking shots at us, man. I, I, I was know. interrupted. Telling you that's a that's a GTA fact. Five myth, it's real. It's real. I, you might try to interrupt me, but Who you can't you stop taking? the Blaine train. So we can move on. I'm gonna drag this out as much as possible. I hate. All right, you. give him Carolina. Right. <laughs> got three seconds. I I'm gonna take the Saints. Okay. All right. Blaine has chosen the official. I, I don't I, I don't see Bryce Young doing that well. <laughs> what would you say? I said Blaine is taking the officials to win the game somehow. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> First time in NFL history. When, it, the when it happens, when that stupid fumble pass happens to the Titans, it's a fumble. When it happens against the Titans, it's an incompletion. It yeah, I'm sure that. that's how. They, that's they, exactly how it worked. Right, because the, the officials, exact same play the officials happened twice. get together and, and they go, you know what? This rule applies for everybody but the Titans. That that's, that exact same play happened two times, and that's exactly how it happened. Yeah, that's anyway, how it works. Saints. It is how it works. Okay. He's going with Saints. Yep, Saints. Are you done talking? Are we allowed to talk now? We don't want to oh interrupt my you. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, boot for the next game. All right. The Cleveland Browns going into Pittsburgh here. Oh, I can't wait for this one. I will save mine. Tanner, who do you have? Oh, I'm not this going game? first. I've got a lot to say. I have a lot to say. Go ahead. Blaine, uh, pick a team. Hamilton took the Browns. I'll. I'll I'll go Steelers. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. Week one's a liar. That's exactly. Oh, no, That's what I'm saying. This. I went Week on a one rant. is a liar. I went on a rant. I am so tired of the Steelers fans. Week one's a liar. Boy, you're getting a oh, Titans oh, fan, oh, too. Oh, Kenny Pickett, 4-4 four, four on touchdown drives in the preseason, playing the parade. Wait, hold We're on. competing hold for on. the NFC North, playing the parade. We're going to have a great season. This team's going to go to the playoffs. Kenny Pickett's going to take a huge step forward. He saw in the preseason, week one, he comes out, has brown stuff all in his pants. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Right. Look, go back to the preseason when they played the third stringers. He was four for four with touchdowns on every drive. If you're going to play in the parade, baby, if, plan it. If you're going to do that, get out of here. Get the stats right. Get out of here. He was five of five. Get the stats right. Get out of here. It's get, the see, AFC. This is what I'm talking about. It's the get out of here. Get out of here. Five of five. Every time it was against the ones of the other team. I, I don't care. No, it's not against all the ones of the other team. There's some ones on the field. Yes, I'll give it, it to you. It was the ones against no, Buffalo when he was 3-3. Three three. No preseason game does any team ever have all their ones out on defense. All right. Ever. Except for, like, doesn't the matter. commanders whenever they tried to beat the Ravens. It, it, that was it, ridiculous. It, does, it doesn't matter. Here's the deal. Week one's a liar. 
Okay. The Steelers looked terrible. I will fully admit it. Pickett looked terrible. Terrible reads down the field. Did not make the throws he should have made at times. The fact that you only run Najee Harris seven times is a problem. I'm not saying Najee Harris is the best running back in the NFL or anything like that, but when you don't do anything to establish a run game, uh, that's not going to help. Well, when you get down 20 points in the first quarter. Well, right. No, I don't disagree with that, but you come out and you just don't do anything on offense ever. You go three and out four times in the first half because you don't get a first down until the two-minute drive when Kenny Pickett takes it over the play call and goes right down the field and scores a touchdown. Okay. Uh, However, it's Cleveland. Cleveland looked good against Cincinnati. I will give them credit for that. The Cleveland defense is a legit defense, top three in the NFL this season. They are very, very good. It will cause a lot of problems on Monday night for the Steelers. The Steelers continue to win Monday night football games. I don't know why. The Steelers have not lost to the Browns at home in the regular season since the Browns came back in 1999. Okay. That does not end this week. It does not. Cleveland, their offense is I going... I can't wait for it to end. I don't think... <laughs> I can't wait for it to I don't end. Think it, if, if they're 0-2, I'm going to have some issues. Uh, and That's why I can't wait for man. It's not going to be great. I can't wait for the biggest I told you so in the history of United 2. The offensive line needs to play better. The defensive line needs to play better. Cleveland is banged up on their offensive line. Steelers should be able to get some pressure. I don't know if I trust the Browns to make the right decisions and just handing it to Chubb. They hand it to Chubb the entire game. They'll win. Cleveland will. However, I don't see that happening. They, I, I feel like part of the problem with the Browns this season is going to be that they want to prove that getting Deshaun Watson was the right move for the franchise. And they're going to try to show you that. I uh, think you show that by winning games. I, I agree. Giving Nick Chubb the ball wins you games. That's what they're going to do. I, that's what they should do. That's what they're going to do. Okay. You have a lot of faith in this Cleveland team. It's no, I don't. Out. I have zero faith in this Pittsburgh team. I talked to Joey Bray about this Steelers. If you guys didn't play one of the one. easiest schedules in the NFL. I'd say you'd have five wins this year, but you're gonna get you're gonna get your nine. You're gonna fun. get your five hundred. That's right. I think you have like the third easiest schedule or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the deal. When we were in fifth grade, the Browns started five and zero with Brian Hoyer quarterback. The Steelers started zero and six that season. Which team ended up with a winning record? Okay. Uh, Good for you, man. No, I'm just saying, you know, you can buy into Cleveland all you want right now. Their defense is legit. That's great. I still have a lot of questions about their offense. I don't know if Amari Cooper is a true number one anymore in this NFL. Uh, I I think that Deshaun Watson is really going to hear it from Steelers fans because Steelers fans heard it from Cleveland fans for 15 years. And I can tell you, I can attest to it. I've been to Cleveland in a Steelers jersey. And they bring up Ben Roethlisberger still. It will be the same thing reciprocated right back at Cleveland fans. As it should be. No, I agree. I completely agree. That's fine. I think that Watson on the road is going to be a lot different than Watson at home this season. I do believe that. And it's going to be a very hostile Steelers crowd. Uh, My big issue with the Steelers as well off the field is it's very, you, you know how you have to wait like 20 years to get Packers season tickets? Yeah. It's the same in Pittsburgh. Because everybody that's had those tickets has had them since the 70s, and they sell them. You see how many Niners fans were there? That was unacceptable. You can't have that in Pittsburgh. Uh, I hope that's not the case on Monday night in Cleveland. But I, I do think Watson will struggle on the road this season because the the amount of hate he's going to get 
again, rightfully so, is going to be a lot, and it's going to be hard to stay within the game, I think. And the Steelers' defense is a little bit better than what I think people give them credit to be. I'm not saying they're top three like Cleveland's is. T.J. Watt himself had more pressures than 17 teams did in total last week against a really good 49ers team. Good for him, man. No, I'm just saying. If they're able to get pressure and they're able to hit him early and cause unforced errors down the field, that's going to be a problem. Losing Cam Hayward's huge. Still not the best defensive player in that game, but that's a conversation for another day. Stat-wise, he definitely was. Not talent-wise. Okay. All right. You want to start arguments? We can do that at a different time. I said for another day. TJ uh, Watson. Also, about Amari Cooper. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. No. All right, I'm done. I'm not even going to have a conversation with somebody that would say that. But <laughs> um, uh, uh, my bold prediction for the game, Donald Peoples-Jones, lean receiver of the game. That's so you game. don't you don't buy Amari Cooper either? Uh, I mean, I think he's the best receiver on that team. But I just think that Donald Peoples-Jones is going to have a big breakout game. But, no, I don't think that he's going to be what he's been the past couple of seasons. But, no, he's well, still the yeah, best receiver. Yeah, because he went down early in that game last week, too, yeah. uh, against Cincinnati. And that was a problem. He'll, he'll still be the blanket guy. I just... I don't know. I just have this weird feeling about Donald Peoples Jones this week. Okay. I think he has a good year this they, year. They need him to this week. Yeah. They Cleveland struggled at, at getting receiver talent uh, out of the draft. They've got him in the building other ways, but I will forgive you for that comment beforehand. We'll we'll never speak of that again. Okay, that's fine. I'll speak of it. I, I, the record with Watt you on the field versus off the field. Titans crazy. are going to be at ten wins and make the playoffs over there. That is blasphemy. That's almost as bad as what you said. All right. uh, We're done with the NFL. We'll talk about it on Monday, your recap of Sunday, before we'll again talk about the Steelers and the Browns and the Panthers and Saints. Uh, Garrett Green, big day tomorrow, guys? Has to. Has to. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. It's got to be a big Garrett Green day. They they win tomorrow. The stadium's – or the stadium. The season is wide open. It doesn't matter uh, what he does the rest of his West Virginia career. Garrett Green has the ability to go out, have a big game, and secure a spot as a legend in West Virginia football forever with a big performance and the first time that Pittsburgh's back in Morgantown to get a win over Pittsburgh would be huge. He goes yep. out, he balls, does not matter what he does the rest of his career. We will always uh, have that immortality here in Morgantown. I, I, I agree. Point. It could be Austin Kendall who could come out and do that and he would be, his jersey would be up yeah, in the rafters. I Jared Dagey could have beaten Pittsburgh. The, exactly. He, he never got the opportunity too. Yep. to though either, to be fair. Uh, so we hope you two, join us. 2-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. We hope you join us tomorrow uh, starting at 2 o'clock. Football Saturday right here on U92. We'll have the game for you as well. Mounts and myself will be over at Milan Pushkar Stadium. It's Beat the Clock right here on U92. It's Tanner Mounts, host of Touchdown City Tailgate. Join us for U92's most electric show as we bring you right up to kickoff for every single West Virginia football game, as well as coverage of the landscape across the country. You can follow along all season to see who finishes on top of our weekly pick'em segment. Show begins 